0: I'm a mess, all washed out, mostly regrets, faced with doubt, all bruised up,
1: I'm knocked down, lying feet, where truth is found, no hope. Hello, and welcome to of Quest episode 236. I'm your host, Mike Abs, a.k.a. Wheels, and with me is always... Living
2: in Swatch internet time, David and Bernie. Oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> and we have guests. Um, multiple,
1: multiple guests. Multiple uh, guests. Who wants to go first? Just to fight amongst yourselves. Yes. Or talk over each other.
3: Uh, alphabetically... Uh- Am I first? I might be out first. Hey, it's Matt. It's Platy M3. How y'all doing? Enjoying uh, uh, watching Wheels play uh, Dragon Quest eleven. Trying to grind.
4: And you uh, also got uh, Robert the Mighty Tam, uh, who is going to be getting kicked around by Extreme Titania.
2: Sweet. That's, that's your dream. Live in the.
3: Now wait, are you actually grinding here, Wheels? Because you do have a. Uh, I think the certain monsters don't give you experience. Oh. Turned on. Ah. <laughs> I did see that message at one point, but then I also did see Veronica level up. So.
1: I think these are high enough level. Maybe, maybe. raps not getting any. That's what Wheels was but... playing. Yeah. <laughs> You did this to <laughs> yourself! Alright, hold on, okay, hold on, hold on. The party doesn't earn any experience as the enemy was too weak to warn <laughs> Well I'm going out to, to see So Wills, tell <laughs> the audience you playing. I've been playing some things. <laughs> um, so let's start with... Um... Also
2: hello to Funnet man in the chat.
1: Hey, what's up? Uh, is that Eric? <laughs> Possibly. I forget. I wish he's he's got like a different Twitch name and it always throws me for a loop. Uh, yeah, anyway, I wouldn't know. Uh I've been playing some things which include um Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Um which is
2: Wait, a... why were you the one asking if the game was slow before we started? If you have been playing,
1: I have not played very far. I mean, like the <laughs> the battle, the battles were okay. slow in the original. Is what I really meant.
2: Oh, they they've moved they've, they
1: they yeah. That issue. Um, but yeah, they
3: seem averagely fine. Yeah, everything set. else
1: was not the issue. It was like battles taking forever. But yeah, slow. Um, oh.
2: They called you slow.
1: That's not an issue in this remake, and it's pretty, and it looks like a nice uh, jazzed-up version of a DS game. Uh, it's fun. I was kind of hoping when they originally get announced announce these that they'd be, they would do these in like the full 3D engine, but I guess it's fine. Enjoy they it. They kind of nice flutter throwback. back and forth,
2: it looks like.
1: Yeah, like the battles look more modern, and obviously going around the overworld looks like a improved version of the older games which gives it a nice nostalgic feel but yeah it's been fun um don't really have any complaints yet um and people seem to generally like it so it's it seems like a fine totally fine it's a perfectly cromulent remake
2: Something like gangbusters in japan yeah Uh, How is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like I think it sold like 1.4 million copies in three days. Yeah, that's that's well, doing fine. There
1: things. you go. Yeah, I'll work my way through that, and uh, should be fun. Uh, what else have we been playing? Been playing more SMT5, moving along slowly in that, I'm grinding, grinding up. Merging demons and all that good stuff—it's—it's it's real good.
2: Well, the giant drill bore straight yeah. into hell, releasing ancient demons from their sleep forever yeah. spell.
1: It's real good, and people seem to be really enjoying it. And like, um, it doesn't seem to be. Doesn't Isn't that seem, what he said for Pokemon? What? People seem to really be really enjoying it.
2: That's.
1: <laughs> was
2: yes. talking about diamond slash crawl. Correct. yeah
1: Yes. But yes. uh, I mean, but what I was trying to say is that that's it seems different than the reaction to SMT4, where it was a little more
2: split. It was a bit more muted for four. Yeah, yeah. Five, five seems to have gotten more.
1: Of the
2: of the oh, he's dancing.
1: Like I, I think four is kind of criminally underrated, but whatever. Of course. Yeah, of is Underrated. overrated. Yeah, and um, uh, I mean that's that's about all that I've been playing. I picked picked up a few games that i um, for streaming purposes and whatnot and that are on sale. Um, one game that caught my eye was uh, Swords of Ditto, which is like the
2: a. Fuck is that?
1: It looks like a Zelda zelda-ish game but pokemon side is... game no but it's also a uh... <laughs> roguelite so looking forward to trying that out uh i grabbed a game called monster crown which is a, a monster it's a monster collecting game. Uh, kelly really liked that i believe yeah it seemed to be getting some really positive reviews, so I mm-hmm. wanted to grab a copy of that before the physical copies disappeared. So grab that, and uh, I got that Bakugan game that WayForward did. It's uh, on the
3: platforming cheap. with uh, turn-based. Oh,
5: maybe you got Bakugan.
3: I, I need. I I think Anna talked me out of that one. My yeah. kids are back in the Bakugan again. They were oh, jeez, man, blowing through episodes the other day.
1: I mean, it's probably terrible, but I like Way Forward, so whatever, on the cheap. I mean, but but so here's here's why I I grabbed it not just because on, i was on sale. I was thinking back to like Yokai Watch, where lots of people would have talked me out of that, but I ended up playing it anyway and really liked it. So I thought. Mm. Maybe it could be that kind of case again, where people were looking for one thing, and you know, the OK Watch was obviously very different. So we'll see. It's probably it's probably junk, but whatever. Um.
5: <laughs>
1: I like to pick up some random RPGs on the cheap to do to mess around with in the stream. It's fun. But that's about it. It's going to be mostly lots of SMT5 for a while. Uh, but I wanted to fire up Dragon Quest XI again while I was in the mood for turn-based RPGs. So. Uh, hopefully I can get past the spot I'm stuck at and actually make some pro- real progress for the first time in a while.
2: We're trying to get a rise out of us. I will not go. for. I will not take the bait. Oh, uh,
1: this is fairly okay, but highly <laughs> repetitive. The battle system is, sort of is what it is.
2: I said we weren't going to fucking get the...
1: uh, You're taking the bait. I mean, like... Is Budai a a Dragon Quest fan? I can't remember. I don't know. But I feel like we can find some series he's like and do a nice... Budai's
3: playing Pokemon right now.
1: Oh, (laughs) yeah, there you (laughs) go. All right. Pot, kettle.
3: So, So, Budai... Oh god. Uh, I was, was, gonna was gonna say, I, I i I've haven't played them. SMT5, but I mean, Pokemon Pearl. Are we talking highly repetitive?
2: every are repetitive. That's part of the nature.
3: Go to gym. Uh, exactly.
2: <laughs> also, Budai says that, yes, he loves EQ.
1: Alright, anyway, who's next? Dave, you go next, and then guess
2: Sure, uh, I've played some SMT5 as well, still enjoying that. Uh, and I've been digging into my replay of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. release. How's
1: the uh, performance on that? Any issues?
2: Not, not a single one. It nice. runs way better than it did on the old Xbox. Uh, it's, it's about, I mean, Aspire's been doing a good job supporting all these old games in, for many years at this point. Did an nice, excellent job with this one. Uh, it's, it was funny to play the one piece of DLC released for KOTOR that was not included in the original Xbox version, and thus I've never played. I forgot that exists. Uh, it's, it's like saying played. uh a, a liberal interpretation of what's happening there. It's basically just a shop. It uh, consists of like three rooms, but it is novel to see it because I've never seen it before. Uh but yeah, uh, so I've I've been enjoying that. Uh, you gonna go light or are you gonna go dark? I, I don't like being a dick in games. So that is not fun to me. So no, I'll be going light. I went <laughs> I, I went dark originally just because I wanted those okay, right. those force powers. You can use them if you're light side. You just like have to pay more force points to use them. Okay, I was just a monster then. So be it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't like being a dick in video games. So, it's one of those things where, like, eh, I mean, I could, but I have no desire to, so I won't. Uh, so, yeah, I've been playing that. Uh, I just got to the point where the game, like, lets you loose with, like, four planets and is like, do something! Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! <laughs> so, uh, starting in on that. Um. But yeah, no, it's fun. It's uh. That says that he also has to be a good guy. Can't bring himself to do otherwise, even in a game. Yeah, it's just, it's just not fun. I don't like making people suffer, or even fake people. So. But in any case, uh, yeah, it's 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 a fun it's it's still a very good game like it's still every bit as fun as i remember it being way back in the day um, i'll be interested to see what aspire is doing their kotor remake mm. uh, it'll be like they I, they have that is not a company that has been known for producing original content it'll be very interesting to see what they what they end up doing uh but, yeah, uh, at least this, you know, if nothing else, this original version is still well in circulation. There's still this Switch port. There's still excellent mobile ports. The PC versions are still absolutely available. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I have actually... I, I do think it's one of the more... There weren't actually a lot of D&D 35 base. Game? Yeah.
1: No, not really. Uh, there was uh, Icewind Dale two, and Never was Never, Never Winter Nights was that three or three five?
2: I think Never Winter Nights one would have been three, but I don't
1: know. Uh, yeah. I don't remember. It was probably three.
2: But there was also Never Winter Nights two, which might have been three point
1: five. Yeah, who knows.
2: Blah, blah blah this is not useful wikipedia you're not helping me uh but yeah it's it's one of those things it was not actually that common not as uncommon as four which i think basically only had like one mobile that used it but there's not actually a lot but like uh as far as kotor is concerned it makes a modified use of three D three and a half and it's it's a It makes good use of it. It's a good, like, sort of customized version of it that works well for a game. Uh, The the thing that's been very funny to me is that, like, when I first played this, I had no idea how D&D stats worked. (laughs) And so made a lot of very strange suboptimal choices. And this time I'm doing a much more, like, optimized build, and that's still... That, that produces a lot of, like... It also just changes, like, what I'm... Like, what kinds of numbers I'm looking for, and I just... Uh, one of the things I did was I was looking at this, like, shop that was technically DLC on the Xbox version. I couldn't use it, but I saw, like... At end game you can buy from this shop a piece of equipment that boosts your, like, dexterity stat by five?
5: Hmm.
2: Which is... Kind of a crazy thing to sell you in any D and D based game. <laughs> I don't uh, five, fully. I don't fully know. Like uh, it's one of the most expensive items in the game. but It's, it's wild that so. it's there at all. Because <laughs> a plus five in any base stat D and D is like that's that's about a quarter of how much you're supposed to ever be able. To. Yeah, that that is a lot. <laughs> And also, player ver- player stats are typically not supposed to go below like eight in any in any stat, really. So, yeah, plus five is a wild bonus to be able to get in any context. Uh, so, it'll be interesting to try to actually kind of optimize the game now that I have some idea of how it works. Uh, let's see. Uh, Saying that Pokemon is like cheese pizza, always comforting. Uh, and Fun it Man uh, has to go, but wishes us all a solid, happy turkey day.
1: Thank you, sir.
2: And to you as well. Um, but yeah, so I've been, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, holds up about as well as I could hope. KOTOR 1 was always a surprisingly, uh, for Western RPG, finished feeling games. So I don't feel like I'm missing out by not being able to mod this version of it. KOTOR 2 is one of those games where it's like, it's it's hard to play this without the mod that puts in a bunch of cut content that was removed uh, relatively late in development because uh, they. Wanted a game out in like thirteen months, and also they actually pushed the game forward by four months late in its development. Obsidian <laughs> was dealt a rough, rough, rough hand. Yeah. With- <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've been I've been enjoying that, and I'm probably gonna go to like Tatooine probably sometime during this podcast when I get bored. The <laughs> so guests, what have y'all been playing? You sort of amongst yourselves which one of you's gonna talk first.
1: Yeah. Now, hold on. Joe in the chat asks me, me, when, me. when will Baldur's Gate three be finished? And the answer is when it's finished.
2: So. <laughs> Alright,
3: go ahead. Is everything else? Done when it's done. So uh I picked up uh, both Diamond and Pearl last week. Um, my son is eight, my oldest is eight years old now. So, uh, re upped for the whole Nintendo Online, didn't go for the N64 version, so that he could uh, play his first Pokemon game under his own profile on the Switch. Nice. Finally kind of like got that all set up. I'm jealous that your uh, wife, is, wife actually, been playing... is actually interested in Pokemon still, because mine is not.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That'll be bad. No, he him, him and my wife have put like 120 hours into Pokemon Snap. Oh my God, he wow. did about 175 in Sword and Shield, and we only bought it last year. We we bought it like right when the DLC, the cart with the DLC on it came out. Nice. So you know he he did a lot last year and or into this year, obviously. Um. So yeah, he's got Diamond. I've got Pearl. I am currently sitting in the third gym trying to figure out the stupid uh, puzzle to get through to the fighting guys. So, uh. <laughs> um, it's been good. It, it's been good. I was saying earlier there is a lot of Gen 1 Pokemon early, and a lot of them are Geodude. Yeah. But other than that, you know. I went. That is what it is. My Geo just demands Geodude to be acknowledged. What else are in there? The
1: first cave in that game, I kept trying to, like, you know, get into battles see if anything, see if I can catch anything neat. And I kept, it was just Zubats endlessly. I was not happy. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, I'm over Gen Zubats 1. Zubats and dude. that's all I've ever see seen in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of my, Gen 1 Pokemon.
2: <laughs> my Geodude must be acknowledged. Can we... So,
3: is Diamond and Pearl the reason why Black and White went to a whole new cast to begin with?
2: I think it was just in general, thing. like, I don't think it was Diamond and Pearl in specific, but just in general, like, the desire of, like, <laughs> what if we did this again? do. <laughs> I do think that that does run into the reason. Like, part I... of the reason you see, like, bats so much is that, like, how many different bat <laughs> Pokemon do you need? Every every generation we get a new like bird that gets immediately boxed, so like that's that's already like <laughs> uh, a, a questionable choice. So to also have to do a new bat every generation. I caught some bird. I couldn't remember if it was but new to this pet? game or not.
3: Have some uh, Salamander.
2: Staravia. No, Star- Starly. Starly.
1: Starly. Starla.
2: That was that. Uh, Starly was specific to Genstar. That was the bird. What?
3: I don't know So uh no, yeah, my son's running with that one. I think he's got a, a pompadour in the second evolution
2: Also just a quick interruption of that Good I asked if we're getting out in day one the answer from yes, and probably cool as well. Yes <laughs> day zero I don't know what that means. I don't know either, but you were saying <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon, yeah. So
3: I, I, yeah, my son's pretty upset with me right now because he's got six gym badges and I'm stuck back here on two because I got sucked into another game. It's like back in, oh, gosh, a week ago Monday. So like right before Pokemon came out, I was like, oh, you know, I got some time to kill. Hey, aren't I like halfway through Trails of Zero? Oh boy. Um, or no, not Zero. Aonokiseki, Trails to Azure. Um, um. Oh my gosh, that game, I've, I have think I've sunk like 30 hours in it in the past 10 days, and I'm not one to play that fast, uh, and it, it's, it's just great, it really is, it's the uh, second Crossbell game. Uh, I had played a whole lot of Trails last December, we did, uh, I think that was our first episode when Kelly and I uh, took over rpg backtrack i think our first episode was trails in the sky 3 <laughs> and i quickly rushed to finish that and then went straight into uh the first crossbell game played that all last december and into january and then immediately went into the sec enjoyed it so much i was like oh gonna just go straight into the second one and you know like 80 straight hours of trails i was like oh burnt out but lovely there was a intermission chapter um right as some of the big events that happen in trails of cold steel one concurrently take place they give you a lovely intermission chapter you get to go to the theme park and play around at the theme park for a while and i think i was like oh cool this seems like a good place to set this aside in january and uh i'll come back soon well i didn't so (laughs) i started that up again last monday and yeah here i am 10 days later and i've gone from like 24 hours of playtime to 51 and I think I might be in about the ninth hour of the last chapter the last chapter just keeps going (laughs) Um, yeah it turns out Trails games
2: are extremely long
3: yeah and you know I'm I'm following one of the spoiler free guides to make sure I don't miss the any of the ridiculously amount of missing uh missable side quests and everything because I I You know, Crossbell may be burning down, but packages still need to be delivered to the right people at the right time. So, I must do that side quest. (laughs) And -and so-and-so NPC's daughter must meet their uh, grandfather who's hiding out somewhere because he's ashamed. But that was a good side quest. But, oh my gosh, this game, I've got my jaw hanging down sometimes. And I know, like, three nights ago, my son's well, why aren't you playing Pokemon? And I'm like, you don't understand, like, what's going on in this game is so good right now. I cannot set it aside. <laughs> and he's like, well, what's going on? I'm like, well, it's so hard to explain because there's, like, 90 hours of context before that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a trolls game. I, I mean, <laughs> yep. I mean, this game will probably end in under 60. And I think the first one ended in about forty. Oh, that's so, not I mean, too bad. Crossed together, the two games. No, it's not. It's not a hundred hours. I, I hear people say, "Oh, it's a hundred hours," and I mean, I did Cold Seal one in like fifty. And uh, when I get back to that, I have a, a not real do
2: breezy fifty-hour experience four times over.
3: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's what I need to get to. I, I want to eventually kind of try to catch up. I mean, I feel like I got plenty enough time actually with a. Uh, Crossbell not coming out till late next year, and then 2023 as well. Um, playing the fan translations right now, and I, uh, I'm pretty I'm fine with the PSP versions. They've actually got some pretty good uh, video in the old PSP. A lot of a lot of stuff went down in Crossbell in the past ten hours, and there, there's some good uh, FMVs with them. So.
2: Yeah, I'm just waiting for like, the oh, official
3: translations to come on. Yeah, I mean, gosh, there's... And, and right now, it's, again, it's stuff that's taking place concurrently with Cold Steel 1. It's probably up to Cold Steel 2 stuff right now, because... Gosh, I, I, I don't know how people in Japan went straight through this. You know, Sky, Crossbell. You go into Cold Steel 1 pretty much knowing all of the main plot points. Hmm. Because they just say it over and over and over and over again in the second Crossbell game. <laughs> I mean, they're like, oh, hey, this person died. Hey, have you heard it? This is like news the continent over. This dude's dead. This dude's dead. This dude's dead.
1: Well, maybe it's better we're and... getting him the way we there we are then. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, I, start, I started with Sky 1 and then did uh, Cold Steel 1. Before being like, whoa, 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 there's way more here. I need to go back and try to do this. Sky 2, Sky 3, the Crossbell games, and then I'll get to uh, the other ones. But I I know Alex is trying to talk me out of it, but I really do. I want to take a look at what the, uh, was it the Gargev Trilogy is? Oh, no. Oh, you
2: mean like the 2, 3, 4?
3: Yes, the one, the, the PSP games. Yeah, okay. it wasn't the ones with this. the bad translations. Yes. I, I keep getting told, like, well, oh, it's not just a bad translation, there's bad line breaks. And I'm like, well, I've just sat through a hundred hours of fan translations that wasn't proofread, so... They're,
4: they're that bad. That does not
3: deter me. <laughs> I own them. I tried to play I, them. They're bad. We've all been there. I, I've got them all. Yep. Hey, man, I've got them loaded up. I'm... I don't think I will play through them all the way, but I would like to put in, like, three, four, five hours. Just kind of see what they're like.
2: Them in, Raw. High.
3: Although, admittedly, they're not as bad as Arno Search.
2: That would be a choice. Say,
3: there's always something worse. There's always something worse out there. <laughs> I could go back and play that freaking monster game that I played earlier this year and gave a 1.5 rating to...
1: What game? Was oh, is that mon- the um, rancher? Yeah, the Mars Monster Farming oh, game. I have to thank funimals. you. Yeah, thank was... you for that review because I almost like bought that game on a whim <laughs> until I saw that
3: review. Monster Harvest. Yeah, that that's one. it. Monster Harvest. Yep, it is. Yeah, I actually booted up my Switch the other day to see that it had a right. another update. Hello. So maybe mm-hmm. it's yep. getting to be bug free at this point but even then they they need to actually make npcs have words and oh make a, oh no they, they need to make festivals actually oh do no stuff. no no like it, it yeah you show up at like your typical harvest moon stardew valley type festival and everyone's just standing around and they're all like hi we're here for the fall festival and there's one guy selling something that you can't buy anywhere else like with some seeds which didn't work by the way so those i bought those seeds and nothing else went on there's no mini games there's no real talking it's like wow why even have a festival like i know you're copying this aesthetic but if you're not going to do anything with it why bother
1: yeah seriously
3: and yeah i mean the only reason i even knew that i beat the game was thanks to people in their discord that were like hey when i beat that battle um I got, I got a Steam accomplishment or whatever popped up on Xbox. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, good to know. So that's it. There's no credits. There's no nothing. <laughs> I, I got two lines of text. I'm like, oh, you beat me. Yay. That's how I knew I was done. <laughs> because, you know, I played on Switch. There's no accomplishments or anything. But... One other thing I've been playing recently, and I thought would take me all the way to Pokemon, and it didn't. Uh, Moonlighter. Oh, yes. I love that game. I blew through that game in about two weekends. The yeah, that was... was fun. I think uh, before uh, no kaseki right afterwards, I hadn't sat down and probably played a game for four hours straight. <laughs> and I think that's the kind of game that I should have sat down and played for four hours straight, but... Holy cow, I did. And no, that game took its, its hooks. Choice, in, it was fun. Yep, the, the loop of... Make, I, and I was really good at making money. I had friends who were like, oh, you know... I, I didn't like the shop aesthetic of the game. I didn't want to play around with the shop. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, man, I was min-maxing that shop all the time. Like, I blew through the final boss because I had all the best equipment, like, jacked up and everything. Like, it was easy. I should have put the difficulty level higher, but I wanted to be done because I thought at 15 hours for that kind of game, I think that was a good amount. Yeah, that's, that's about right. I, mm-hmm. And if I want to go back, there's there's a post game because I bought the uh, the one with the added DLC. Yeah. For for all of sixty cents more on Switch. <laughs> I was like, do you want to spend six ninety nine or seven fifty nine? I was like, you know what? Even if I don't use it, I'm going to toss in the extra $0.60. Cents and buy the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> and then with uh, Wheels' recommendation, I've uh, been buying games for my kids for Christmas and got, uh, what was it? Minecraft Dungeons. Nice. Right? That's it?
1: Yep.
2: going to send Wheels for the Minecraft
3: Dungeons. I- I love that game. It's very fun. I didn't realize it had up to four-person couch co-op. Yes. Drop in, drop out. (laughs) Yep, so my five-year-old can play. I'm sure my eight-year-old will enjoy it. They're kind of semi-fans of Minecraft. They'll play it on the iPad every now and then, but they're not heavily invested in it. They like the TV show.
2: He show uh, up.
1: i also bought uh they turned the the telltale game they turned into a show on netflix why mm-hmm. i don't know it's the a thing they did take dice.
2: i refuse to understand
1: well they still have like the options in there Apparently. as you're like watching the show
2: i oh, refuse yes. to understand
1: it's interactive yes so maybe you can get the pig to not die. I forgot that. <laughs>
3: pig. I don't know. I, my 5-year-old was literally in tears when over the summer they were watching it. And, <laughs> oh, Daddy, the pig died. I was like, "Oh, he he has big feelings in that."
2: Bring back Pig.
3: That kind of Yeah. And I mentioned it at school at the beginning of the school year and like I think one of the 4th graders was like, "Oh man, that was There were some sad parts in that." I was like, "I know. I heard <laughs> but I was mistakenly aware. For my kids. <laughs> I, I I texted my uh, sister about my uh, nephew and I'm like, you think he'd uh, like this? She's like, what? There's another Minecraft game out there. I was like, yeah, well, it's not Minecraft, but it's like the Minecraft character kind of people and another kind of thing. She's like, oh my god, he'll eat that up. So sent that off for my 10 uh, year old nephew.
1: It's like, what if Diablo we'll see if he actually does like it? but easier to play and not made by a problematic company.
2: Also, <laughs> at some point, Joe fucking redeemed a random fact or joke.
1: Uh, um, um, random fact or joke. Um, here's a random fact. The main flash in DC Comics is Wally West again. Here's your fact for the day. Uh that's good old right Wally now. West. <laughs> Screw Barry Allen.
2: Oh god, people are I don't know, I not am not Also the actual random factor joke I'll give is uh Wheel's regrets being available to be cold with random factor jokes. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Okay, Tam. What you been playing? Are you still awake?
4: <laughs> I'm still awake. I'm, I'm. I've been so. Um. Still Super Robot Wars. Um. The mm. new DLC dropped, so having a bunch of fun with that. Um so I've gotten my dispense I've gotten my. Uh, Rio. To <laughs> <Ryokone laughs> the dragon thing and Volta's V. Um, Vult- then Vult- S- it's
2: Voltes 5. Combatler okay. is V, Voltes is 5. Okay, Voltes
4: 5. They don't make that easy, though.
2: Oh, no, absolutely not. It's just I listened to the theme songs of both a number of times, so it thrilled into my brain. Good theme songs. Yeah. And then
4: I've also been playing Final Fantasy 5 here on the RPGamer. Stream as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'm up into the second world. Uh, got to ball bail the, the bee castle and <laughs> have been uh, grinding out the uh, jobs, so I almost have them all currently mastered. Nice. And then uh, I'm currently in Final Fantasy 14 doing Extreme Titania. Like so, right now, as we do this, I don't know what that is, but it sounds extreme. Not really. I've done it uh-huh. three times. It was. I mean, this was one of the first fights, the first extreme fights for the expansion, so it's pretty easy.
2: Oh uh, yeah, we you were asking for me to send along when Kingdom Hearts melody. Of Memory went on sale.
1: So... Uh, yes, where?
2: It's on sale from GameStop, at twenty bucks.
1: All right. I'll have to grab that.
2: Thank you. No worries. Um,
4: and that's pretty much it for me, so...
2: Super Robot Wars never die. No, uh, until still
4: crashed. It's crashed on me twice now, but hmm. considering I have put... You know, had it running for days on end before it did so...
2: Yeah, that's, that's normal. And Gaijin! You ah. appeared here without fanfare, so... Say hello.
0: Hey, you're in the middle of talking <laughs> about trails games, and like, there's nothing I can add to the conversation, and I will just sit here and listen.
2: Okay, so what have you been playing anyway? SMT5, <laughs> I well,
0: well, right now I'm playing the exact same thing I played last night because guess who forgot to save after almost an hour's stretch? No! Uh, <laughs>
5: Oh, and oh, then, no. goes on the giant. Gaijin, Gaijin, I guess. Giant. In the
0: middle of Tokyo again.
1: No. The
0: thing that must have upwards of six thousand hit points to be taking all the spells I'm throwing at oh, it. Oh
1: God. Yeah.
2: That's rough. So
0: uh, yeah, I get to go through the entire high school battle sequence again.
2: Very sorry.
1: Fun, fun, fun. Well, You sound like you're way farther than me But also not playing out hard I assume
0: uh, I mean How far are you wheels
1: I am outside the Diet building
0: I restarted to just After the big battle in the diet building Ooh Yes Ouch Yeah Ouch, oh, it's not terribly hard because they had to balance it for the fact that you didn't actually have access to items being purchased for a while after this. Um, so uh, it's not that difficult to just have to pace yourself until you get to a character who can heal you properly. But um, it's after all the plot stuff that happens.
1: Great plot stuff.
0: Yep. And I remember he- reading about how some um, gourneys on four chan or like two chan in Japan were um, complaining about how they had turned Megaten Five into Persona. What?
3: <laughs> well, what? I thought the complaint <laughs> was they were th- that. Th- this
0: next this next section, I can kind of see where they might try to make a complaint out of it, just because it is very much focused around the school back home,
5: mm-hmm.
0: and ergo features a bunch of high school kids m- almost or actually not almost getting killed by demons um but that's not exactly new for the Mega Ten series not at to all. be honest no. yeah so and um i mean gronyard's got a groan yeah they're um, gonna complain about something
2: what they do it's in their nature
0: yeah and it's in the etymology of the name So right now, I'm just skipping through a lot of cutscenes.
2: Oopsies.
0: Yeah. No oopsies here. It's like, I don't need to talk to anybody now, because I know exactly what's going on. So. And as far as I know, there are... None of these people are actually flags or triggers for anything. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Like, these two guys in the corner right here, where he's saying, oh yeah, they're complaining about... uh, Ichiro's video of the tunnel collapse, and talking about how much of a butt he is for not getting any good pictures. Mm. <laughs> loosely translated, of course, because I'm playing this in Japanese.
2: <laughs> Funny how that works.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I had actually gotten the downloaded version, I probably could play this in English. Yeah. But the physical copy in Japan is only Japanese. That
2: was a shame, but oh well.
0: And not surprising.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, an unsurprising set of games played by an unsurprising set of people.
3: Um. Yeah. Last week, you were uh, you were all in perfect synchrony there. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> this week, we're still largely in synchrony.
3: May have been the first time. It may have been the first time, I think, in about three years of listening to you all that you all were exactly on the same game at the same week. (laughs) Yep. Listen, it's rare that we get that.
1: Did that not happen with uh, Sega Frontier Remastered?
3: It did. Oh. I tried to block that game from my memory. Sorry. (gasps)
2: Uh, (laughs) Bam!
3: You gave it it the old college. Mm -hmm. I did.
2: Let's see. Somebody uh, needed to
3: take one for the team
0: there.
2: Wow. Uh, and yeah,
0: theoretically, I I really took one for the team, but we should have warned you better and about how to go about the game. So, yeah. Apologies.
2: <laughs> we failed you.
3: Yeah. I feel like, like every time know. I've tried Saga, I, it's been somebody has led me wrong and been like, oh well, this one's not the most obtuse one, you should try this. <laughs> well, Every Because time. the most obtuse one <laughs> is
2: always unlimited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Always. Uh, how,
0: however, if, if we do get a Romancing Saga uh, remaster, I, I would consider recommending it to you just because it is, in fact, a really good game. They have... um, It does not have most of the issues from Saga Frontier because they learned from Saga Frontier. And um, Prince Albert the is the closest thing to a main protagonist the game has. Um and also he's the second the game is everybody, so it it's there is absolutely no chance of accidentally reaching a final boss without warning. Mm. You will know it's coming. That's always so. good. Yeah. Up uh,
5: becomes
2: Yeah. Uh that seems to mostly cover what we've been playing. I don't think there's been much news this week. It turns out people do not announce things right before Thanksgiving in the U.S. Mm-hmm. I Bit was late,
0: just looking at an I mean, there, is rumor, there is a rumor of Chrono Cross getting a
2: remake. Or a oh yeah, that did. Yeah, I think it's probably more likely it's a remaster. If oh. it's anything, probably similar to the FFA remaster. Yeah, re- Yeah.
0: But... I mean there's not much they could do it, to it that would not actually involve completely remake I mean not, rebuilding it Ye- from the ground up.
2: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of ways to improve Chrono across. I'm not sure that there's a lot of ways to really do much to it that don't involve tearing it up from the like foundation and rebuilding but
0: I mean not even the foundation from base principles.
2: Yeah, like hey, actually let's go back, remove parts of the script that uh, reference things that don't exist in the final game anymore. I mean, just what go back to
0: literally th- what's the concept we're working with, and let's rebuild something completely different from that.
2: Yeah, it's. uh... I mean, it's, the first, it's,
0: I mean if they they did it to Lufia too, or Lufia. Let's have them actually do it to a bet to a game that deserves it.
2: Game that desperately needs it. Yeah,
0: Saga three did a great job with that.
2: Yeah, but. I feel like there oh, would hey, probably. be Good
3: job.
1: I did. Thank you.
2: I'm disgusted. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like there would probably be some reticence from within, uh, from within Square Enix, to just like wrecking shop and making a new Chrono Cross from the ground up because uh, they they generally try to avoid doing that to games. Uh, if they don't involve any of the original people behind them. I don't think any of those people still work at Square Enix. So. Uh, also, in answer to Joe's question, the Stadia is dead in all but name, but who has not what, actually posted what, what, yet.
1: What's Stadia news? What's coming to Stadia? Is, is that a uh, joke? Or was, but... I can't tell if that's a joke, or if they actually said something was coming to Stadia. <laughs>
2: Google adding six Stadia Pro
1: games oh, no. in I...
2: December twenty twenty one, like Recfest, that's something that's at,
3: Look know, at that. the Steam Library mm. unplayed
2: for ten years. Uh <laughs> but, yeah, it's one of those. I mean it <laughs> happened, but I don't think it's necessarily a... it, it's not it's less news and more
3: Newsworthy. like
2: it's it's more just by, you know, someone who hasn't been told the war is over, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like that battle in Louisiana won by uh Andrew Jackson in the war of eighteen twelve that happened after yeah. the peace treaty had been signed.
2: Yeah.
3: Is it a couple of weeks or a couple of months after? It was a while.
1: Uh
2: I'm not sure. It was a while. I'm waiting I, to see wh- who discontinues their service first: Amazon Luna, uh, Google Stadia. Is it Amazon Luna out? Yeah, it's been out for quite a while. Oh. Wait,
4: Amazon has what? <laughs>
2: Amazon Luna, it. beloved streaming game platform.
1: <laughs> the best streaming game platform is Game Pass which also has the benefit
2: of not having to be streaming
1: yes exactly (laughs) that is more of a function than a flaw (sighs) oh it's great it's a great way to like demo games too i'm surprised
4: people are still releasing on stadia
2: google probably is still like they're probably finishing out contracts basically Like when Google was like, we're going to go, we're going to take this market over and spent like an ungodly sum of money and then no one bought anything. It's like, ah, but we might as well have lit this on fire. It would have been more efficient.
1: I want to know, is there like executives at Google that just don't realize that most people in the U.S. don't have great Internet? (laughs)
2: Do you want me to sit down and explain to you who shepherded the launch of the Stadia again? Who was it? It was Phil Harrison. Oh, okay. You may remember him as the guy who was in charge of the PS3 launch, (laughs) or the guy who was in charge of the Xbox One launch. You may also remember him for his time at Infogrames, which later became Atari, right when they were going bankrupt. How does he keep getting work? As it turns out, if you've ever been executive level, an executive level at any major technology firm, there will be someone stupid enough to hire you and pay you ungodly sums of money to basically like throw money directly into a toilet. Yikes. That's America, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby, That's corporate. <laughs> I
0: mean, that's Imagine. not even a. I mean, that's not yeah. even a joke. It's just like that
2: is literally how it's worked for forty years. Yeah, like, that was not me being glib. This was just me, like, trying to describe I mean, how much that you're Kodak. set for life. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Bobby Kodak definitely has blackmail material on someone. <laughs> uh, you know, on many someones. But in any case, uh, yeah, uh, like, <laughs> I don't want to go further into the subject because I find it extremely depressing. Uh, yeah. Chrono Cross Remastered. Is there oh, anything we would Just ask last night, for? I was watching the. Uh... Um
0: thing is, most of what I would like to see is something that would require a very large overhaul of the game. Um,
2: uh, I personally request really, no, the removal uh, of Fungus. It is what
4: it is. Uh, <laughs> Are are we pulling from Fire Miner's new list?
2: No, no. I'm just. I, I was just asking. Do we have anything we would want? There's a Dragon
3: Quest list that we have.
1: Or? Oh yeah, that's right. What's up? We have Dragon Quest questions.
2: Oh yeah, Dragon Quest. I've
4: got lots
3: of notes tonight.
4: Sweet.
2: <laughs> One of us is prepared.
4: I got asked questions about Dragon Quest. And I'm like, I'm no expert on Dragon Quest.
2: Yeah, that was weird. It happens. Uh, but let's let's well, dig back. Most of these those. are not a
3: really expert level questions.
1: I'm an expert on dragons and quests, but not the two together.
4: <laughs> but you're playing that.
1: <laughs> I have switched off.
2: I beat the boss. I was stuck to He's
1: stuck I've moved, moved on.
2: Okay. Yeah, I found the dragon quest questions. The dragon quest.
3: That you know what. N- Wheels—that is a boss that many people did get stuck on. That was, was one of those it? bosses okay. in that game. That
2: it's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: I
4: I had issues with the one in the casino.
2: Yeah, that's fair. In any case, the direct yeah. questions, which have been waiting for like was a month. Is that the? Uh...
3: Yes. Yes, they have.
2: And now you are here. And now it is time. Which is the worst Dragon Quest spinoff game, Paddy? And why is it the shitty one with the toy sword?
3: Uh, Dragon Quest Wars.
2: Oh, uh, I was expecting the shitty one oh. with the toy sword.
3: Oh no, Kenshin! That, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> fun. Although I've heard that uh, that's really oh no, it it was really good. Um, from everybody that's played it, they who could get theirs to work still. Apparently, it's all got eight some people infrared stuff that is degraded, degraded over the years. Um, they, these are, those kinds of plug and play games are not a used ones. Yeah. No, 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 not at all. That's why it needs a Switch remake. Um, but oh, I would love that. We we do. Why not? Why are we not getting Dragon Quest Swords too? Like, come on.
2: Because Kavia doesn't exist anymore. I... <laughs> Is
3: that who made that? But the uh...
2: I believe so. Yes.
3: Oh. Oh. I know it Hello? was uh, actually had a different. We they got somebody a uh, completely different to do the score for it too. It was a uh, Natsugiyama. I
2: Okay, I I misrecalled. Mis- the uh, Kavia did a bunch of other bad spinoffs. I remember. Uh... Dragon Quest Swords was Genius <laughs> Sonority and Aiding, and oh, if you okay. remember who either of those companies are, I'm very happy.
4: I don't, I don't even recognize. <laughs> I, was say. I was gonna say Genius
0: Sonority sounds familiar. What else did they make?
2: Genius Sonority was a bunch of ex Heartbeat deaths, as I recall. Uh, oh. They also they did a bunch of like they they did like the GameCube Pokemon games, uh, and the Denpa Men. Remember that the Denpa Men.
3: That's why I remember them. Oh, they Okay. That is very Dragon Questy those Dead Pum men games.
2: Yeah, because like I said I I'm, I'm almost certain genius he and
3: Heartbeat people.
2: Remember Heartbeat? Yep. Yep. For those who don't, I remember Dragon Quest 6 and 7 were developed. That's
3: why for we didn't get a We didn't get Dragon Quest 4 on the PS1 because of them.
2: Yeah, they, they, they collapsed they had the temerity to say that they were going to cease operations on the basis that further game development would prove too expensive. <laughs> huh. Developers of Dragon Quest 7, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, huh. Then they reformed his yeah, the, genius the sonority.
3: Dragon Warrior Seven.
2: Yeah. Dragon yeah. Warrior
3: Seven in the United States shipped with the ad on the back of the pamphlet saying yep. coming soon.
2: Yep, it was Dragon absolutely Dragon
3: a PS1. They
2: they sent it, they announced plans, there were English screenshots of that game. It was far into development before they canceled it. Bastards. Yeah, it's the, the DS version is very similar, but it is still frustrating.
4: My my, oh, my yeah. sister and I were very upset about the Dragon Quest 4 thing by the way.
2: Oh, I was too. I hadn't even played it, but I was like, "Oh, this looks neat." And, oh, no, we we play we owned it. No. I mean, we
4: I pl- I played the crap out of Dragon War Dragon Warrior 4 on the NES. Love
2: that. Yeah. Game. I had, I had never been able to yeah. play a Dragon Warrior game to that point. So it's like, oh, this looks neat. I want to play. Oh, it's not happening.
3: <laughs> no.
2: <sighs> but yeah, well, genius sonority. ready
3: for the real answer to this, Phil?
2: Yeah, you wanted to talk about Dragon Quest
3: Wars, talk some shit.
2: (laughs) That's the DSi Uh, game, right?
3: It's crap. It is the DSi game. Um, Up until last year, my 3DS remembered that I played it for two hours back in, like, 2004. (laughs) 2014, I mean. Um, (laughs) Playing on your 3DS in
2: 2004 at the time. (laughs) Yep.
3: No, I I had that, I think... uh, when I first bought my 3DS, right after the launch of it, it, it they had a sale within, like, six months. And I picked yeah. one up because, of course, there was going to be tons of Dragon Quest games on the 3DS in the United States, so had to get one right away. There <laughs> <Yeah>, eventually were. <laughs> eventually. Well, eventually it there were bit. two. took
1: a bit. Hey, those are two really long, <laughs> long games.
2: I've <laughs> felt
3: like They titles. really are. <laughs> I mean, I... Got a, i got another 30 games in before they came out so i mean it's not like it went to waste or anything but uh yeah, no, the first thing, I, thing I did wars, when i got home baby. that day was like hey look i can download this i didn't have a dsi so i was like oh look i can grab this game now uh, let me do that and i played it for two hours and i'm like well that was a game that
1: exists um
3: yep <laughs> it was uh they they tried to do a tactical game but it was they made it more like a like, it was going to be a board game that you would always play two players or play online and always find someone. So Profound it was...
2: fools <laughs> that they were. Always find someone online I think they had... on your
1: DSi.
3: <laughs> mm hmm. Uh. somewhere between like four and eight monsters total. And you played on little grids, like three by three up to five by five. And that was it. And they all had, you know, you move, you attack, you could put up a shield. And I mean, the games lasted all of like two, three minutes because you were all right next to each other and you only had three characters. Um, There was no story or anything. It was just like, hey, do you want to play easy, medium, hard? And there was maybe half a dozen to a dozen boards on each and then you were done. Like, that's it.
2: Also, Budai is stumping for DQ70, the best dragon was.
3: I agree, Budai. I don't, but you're fist, welcome to that thought. Fist bump. I, 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 have, a, I, I have no disagreement there what yes dragon quest sword was dragon quest swords was more than somewhat fun it was a it was a good romp i bought my wii for that that's another one where i went out and bought the wii within like the first month of it being out and waited and waited to get dragon quest sword at least that actually came out within the first year of the game yeah console i mean
2: unlike swords of legendia uh, wow. wow. <laughs> no one even remembers that that was announced at some stage. Uh, see, what was
4: that?
2: Swords of Legendia? They never clarified what that was. They just announced oh. something <laughs> called Sword of Legendia, oh, yeah. and it was from Namco, so presumably it was originally intended to be related to Tales of Legendia, and then they never spoke of it again until they confirmed it was canceled like four years later.
4: Probably a sequel, because, I mean, Tales of Legendia was just the. Uh... Ship you were on, but they, you know, alluded to the fact that the world was much bigger, but never we mm. you never saw it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you know, no one it, it just disappeared. No, there nothing was ever said about it. I think there was like one piece of concept art that eventually floated in. Well,
4: part of that was because Legendia was not that good.
2: <laughs> oh no, Legendia is terrible. But I they mean, did I enjoyed
0: the
4: characters when but- they appeared on Nier: Dungeon too, at least.
2: I'm sure that they were better written in Narakiri Dungeon 2 than they were in Tales of Legendia.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, how much of that is also due to the translation? Uh, the
2: no, translation? the translation is fine. The translation's fairly well done. It's just that they're okay. horribly unsympathetic throughout the plot of Tales of Legendia. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you, Pew, I just remember
1: hearing hearing me like out for not could... updating the game title that I am currently playing. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Okay. I just remember, like, on Legendia, didn't they do the voice acting for the first half of the game, but not the second half, because it had been labeled epilogue, and they thought it wasn't necessary? Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's, it's like, but the actual, like, text is still well-translated. It's just like, oh, we budgeted for voice acting for half of this, and then it turns out there's another 40 hours, because they put it after the credits for some reason. <laughs> uh, but,
3: yeah. Um, I was trying to do that before it became cool.
2: I feel like if you like put forty hours after the credits, then maybe you should just stop and think about what you've done.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, How many hours did you play Dragon Quest Eleven after the credits?
2: Uh many, many hours
3: because I was having fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was getting everything, I was getting everyone to level ninety nine, get all the Fancy weapons and armor. Get all the outfits, all the skill, all the skill points I could get. Like i just, having fun. Can't take that away from me, no matter how snide and how many snide remarks you make. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, you'll still have had to have
3: played Dragon Quest Wars. Um. <sighs> I, I booted like, back up um a year and a half ago to compare it to Dragon Quest Tact and I think that was the best thing I could say about Dragon Quest Tact. Is it was at least better than It was Mars. better than Dragon Quest Wars. Wow. Well.
2: <laughs> Your craziest idea about a new type of slime. Okay, like I want to see, see slime slimes
3: composed? mixed. I want to see slimes <laughs> mixed with like other creatures in the series. I want to see like the boss troll slime with his tongue dangling out and maybe just a Like, maybe standing on top of a club, balanced on top of a club, like they have. Or, uh, there's a, I think it's in, no, I can't remember what mobile game it's in, but there's a ton of eggs in Dragon Quest. Uh, they were called Mm -hmm. bad eggs, um, or the The, wonder egg originally in the Monsters games, and that they've got tons of them now. They because what kind of like the slime, they're simple, it's an egg with one eyeball kind of sticking out of the. Cracked egg, and they've got some ones of them designed to look like bosses from the series, mm-hmm. and they're pretty cool. I'd like to see like a Zoma slime, sorrow slime.
2: I'm not thinking of an extremely big brain, which is a knight riding a slime riding a slime sham hat witch.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> consider maybe just a, maybe just a slime. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, ham <laughs> Uh Any any of those piggies would be great. I'm I'm gonna mess up the letters of those names no matter which way I say it. Sham-hat I'm the world's video. number
2: one sham hat witch appreciator. <laughs> yes, you are. I,
3: I think those
4: are some of the best new creatures they've added in a long time.
2: Yeah, they were apparently <laughs> added in DQ ten. Yeah, like, truly. Yeah,
3: they're in ten. Like truly I am the nice. one on my uh, thirty hours. There was no so ten in the world.
2: Yeah, and it's it's also to be fair, uh, still make them very relatively recent
3: editions. Um,
2: oh
3: yeah, yeah. They're mm-hmm. in the past decade of a thirty-five year old series. So.
2: Let's see. Yeah. What is? Okay, well, well it's, that. different
0: question. Um, if the Dragon Quest Ten Offline Edition gets sent overseas, would you buy it?
5: Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Not even, twi- not oh, even yes. twice. Oh yeah.
3: I feel like they're priming to release that that. overseas. (laughs) You know what? The first hint about this game was an overseas comment. I know there were producers like three years ago in an interview somewhere that said something like, oh, well, you know, maybe if it was, it came out in the West, it would be some sort of like offline version or something. Yeah. And that was the d- only thing ever said about that. And then all of a sudden yeah. it's... There it is in the 35th there. anniversary special.
2: Yeah. So I, I suspect was- we'll be getting there. It's just a question yeah. of when. But,
3: yeah. I mean, and they're they're going for... Because, what is it? They're, you can buy the first one. And then the second one is like a DLC, I think. For the first. Like, uh... And they are selling for like hundred dollars 130 bucks or something. There's, they're the price of two full games in Japan.
2: I mean, they, there's probably a shit ton of actually,
3: content. So. <laughs> there is. Um, I remember we had someone on uh, Slime Time Podquest Podcast the first time to talk about Dragon Quest ten and they'd played through all five versions and they said, you know, each one of these is easily the size of a Dragon Quest game. Not maybe like Dragon Quest Eleven, but like, Dragon Quest V, Dragon one. Quest Six, Yeah, yeah. You know, you get that 40 hours, 50 hours. And then, of course, it's an MMO, so you can spend countless time. But, like, even story wise, you're getting 40 plus hours of story. Yeah, so.
2: Yeah, I'd happily buy those. Wouldn't even be a second thought. Um, could I ask us what is the best PS2 RPG and tries to bait us with and why is it Persona 3? It's. Uh, uh... Uh, SMT3 and DQ8 have a case. Well, I'd probably, I'd probably make the case for DQ8 if I was going to make a case for any of them. PS2
3: RPG. I'd, you know where I would stand with that.
2: You are a Dragon Quest man. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I I'm, I'm gonna. You know, there's really no, uh, <laughs> nothing else I'm gonna be able to really say there. What that is one, my but,
4: favorite yes. PS2 RPG?
1: Final Fantasy. XII. a
4: lot No, I hate twelve. Yeah, you're a monster. I know. <laughs> I don't hate 12,
1: but never
3: connected. Uh, go, go Tam. I, I I, mean... It is a game I beat out of spite. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> By golly, I bought it day one because the stupid demo was in Dragon Quest Eight.
4: Oh, no, I, I bought it day one, too.
3: And
2: that and was last event on, on Earth is booing it was like, us, so I assume that... They're also an FF12 <laughs> fan, or hate it? Okay, loves of 12 likes FF12. Yes, it.
1: yes. Thank you, Zim.
3: Sorry, last time.
4: Mm-hmm. Sorry, it... Um... God, what is it? I'm, I mean, I
2: predict I so many of them. Uh, just to, just to...
4: I mean, it, it's
2: just... <laughs> just to troll Budai, I'm gonna see... It's a good see I mean, there's a lot of good games. game. Yes!
0: I,
1: yes! I, my, my vote
0: is still for a Romancing Saga min- minstrel song, because that's what actually got me to buy the PS2 in the first place. Yeah, I didn't pick that, because I, I knew you were going to. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the second one, and the second game that was bought just solely on the basis of the video in the game store was Kuzunoha. um, so it
4: was the first Raido game.
2: Oh yeah, Raido Kuzunoha Kuzunod- Kuzunod- oh. versus Solus oh, Army. Yeah. That's a really good one, by the yeah. way.
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have that too. Um, honestly, I gotta say, Wild Arms Five.
1: That's a good pick. Interesting. Persona Four, That's also good a good pick. No, no, they're either. gonna bring up. Yeah. Uh, Dark Cloud
3: Two. Nah. No, I, I really no. just want to talk up like No. Weird ones.
1: <laughs>
2: no. I just Why wanna would talk you do that? Ones. Rogue
3: Galaxy. <laughs> Come on. Oh
2: God! Why? Why do you keep bringing up Jaster Rogue? Uh, I just want to bring up. Uh, not actually like my favorite but it's one of those ones that's like well no one actually played this so I'm going to bring it up and that's, I think I brought it up last week as well, Super Atonama that's a neat game, go play that we don't need to worry about bests we should talk about games that no one bothered with Unlimited <laughs> <A> Saga <laughs> you me to, I, I will name games and then you can try to work out which ones I'm lying about existing you okay, want that? Just try it. Okay. <laughs> do it. Let's do it. Give us the cube. Nah, nah. Let's do not it. do, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. No, oh, I don't do want to. It. I don't oh, want Mark. to go down this dark path. Uh, uh let's see. Clearly, okay. The, okay so now, Zim's path. trolling. Zim is now one. trolling.
1: <laughs> what's, what's he saying? Yeah.
2: He said clearly, the actual answer is "starch" until the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> That's trolling. <laughs> also, the best PS2 Triace game is actually either Radiata Stories or Valkyrie Profile to Samaria. Both of those are actually good. <laughs>
4: yeah, those those are both fun. I enjoy them.
2: How do we feel about Jack Russell as a protagonist?
0: <laughs> ambivalent about the name.
2: <laughs> I love the name Jack Russell. It's like, why can't you just be a weird This is a child this is a character named Jack Russell. Russell, who has nothing to do with dogs, I don't know how you do that by accident.
1: <laughs> Sounds like the protagonist of Twenty Four. that was his name?
2: Jack Bauer.
1: Yes, that's what. Jack Bauer I don't think there's a,
2: a Jack Bauer a terrier. else? Yeah, I don't know.
1: There
2: I'll, are definitely honest, Jack hey, Russell listen. Terry. In
3: about uh, in about twelve hours, the dog show will be on, and we will know if there's a Jack Bauer oh. terrier. Oh god, I'm
2: not ready for it.
3: Yeah, the Jack Bauer Terrier
0: is the one that's going to blow up the entire place.
2: Can I just watch oh Best in
1: Show instead? Is that? Is you that know cool? what? I
3: would I would watch the dog show if that's the case. Now, you, you, Gaijin, you've given me some reason to watch. Oh I
0: don't, uh, honestly, I'm just remembering one of the earlier episodes of Lilo and Stitch, the TV series, because my daughters used to love it like six mm. months ago. And in... One of the earlier episodes, one of the little aliens involved Way was back. mistaken for somebody's dog. And they ended up um, go, and Stitch ended up competing at a dog show trying to find this alien.
2: <laughs> sure, why not? That makes sense.
0: And then, okay, now memory, memory's dragging up a different thing. Did you ever watch the Jackie Chan Adventures cartoon yes. show?
2: Nope.
0: Um. Well... As part of the or one of the MacGuffins for the series was um, twelve amulets for the Chinese zodiac, but each mm. had a different power. And the, the dog amulet had um, well, basically made you unkillable as long as you wore it. Uh, <laughs> which was fun enough, but um, later on in the series, the amulet, the um, the twelve amulets all got destroyed, and their essence got sent to different animals across the planet. So they're trying to find these animals that embodied these powers and they and the villain both tracked the dog amulet's power to a to an like this big kennel show and the villain was like okay the dog amulet's power is effectively immortality so if i just blow the entire place up only one dog is going to survive and that's the one i won
5: <laughs>
0: wow,
2: I mean, not wow.
0: yeah they, they stopped him but that was like that's perfect villain thinking right there he's like It's true. Just blow everything up.
2: Makes sense, but I hate it. Hmm?
5: (laughs) Uh, um... There's another thing that I was going to.
0: I'm not sure, but. I'm just realizing how few PS2 games I've actually reviewed. (laughs) <laughs> tons of PS1 games very few PS2 games that were for, that uh, played on PS2 several remakes but
3: um, seven, you need to mentality. join Dave in his quest hmm? what? Hmm. I said you need to join hmm. Dave in his quest he's been playing a bunch of early PS2 games right? Yeah.
2: no one should have to do that this is my cross to bear
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I played Xenosaga
0: 1 and 2, but that was on DS. Yeah. And I um, like I played uh, 7, the Mulmorth Cavalry, which is a really fun, odd game.
2: And yeah, I don't then, think uh, that came out in English in any form.
0: No, it did not. Neither did Venus and Brave, which I should get to sometime. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. Sagashini Ikouyo which was so early PS2 that it was it was published on CD, not DVD
2: format. Oh, you gotta love those.
0: And it also made my PS2 rev so hard that I was afraid the thing was gonna fall off the, t- the table.
2: <laughs> that does sound like what happens when you start trying to play uh, CD PS2 games. Yep. And, um, what
0: else? Was Purimuri, Purimuri a PS2 game? No, that was a PlayStation 1 game. <laughs> Let's see... Noir you Noir... I think that was PS... PS1. Okay. I mean, all of the Italia games, I've got those for... I've got... I actually only reviewed two of the PS2 ones. <laughs> Never got around to doing Violet. Okay. Eventually. I'll take the thing out of Mothballs and actually play it again. Um Oh, and Taisha Mononoke Edun Roku, which I have never actually managed to finish. Despite many I'll, attempts.
2: I'll assume for good reason.
0: It gets tough at the end. Mm. Um it, it's got a prototype of the Artanelico battle system um mm. and some just some weird leveling mechanics and an aesthetic that is very reminiscent of Demon Slayer the manga. Hmm. So, it's a really beautiful game, and it's difficult to understand. It's got a ridiculously high kanji level, and it's the only game I've ever seen that actually attempts to use period-appropriate monetary units.
2: Oh, Jesus.
0: Which means that, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, back in the Taisho period, one yen was on par with one dollar. So, it's actually so it actually uses the uh, Zen unit. <laughs> Which you, nowadays you only see for fractions of a yen used in stock market quotes.
2: Yeah, that's not really. A sub, not really a practical use for fractions. Yeah. Other than very specific uh, numbers that you see on uh, stock tickers. Yeah, basically. Uh... Okay, yeah, I got to um, hit
0: some uh, Yeah, if you if you're ever interested in a game that's based in not modern but not ancient Japan, has a really beautiful design aesthetic, um lots of monster collecting and what effectively feels like a Saga Frontier style plot structure. <laughs> hmm.
5: interesting. Um interesting?
0: No, no, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> it's about six protagonists each one has a completely different reason to be participating in this big tournament that's going on so um and they each have their own specific plot points i have yet to find out if they have individual endings uh beyond um or as in battles or things but yeah because it, it seems to be very highly interconnected between the six five mm-hmm. or six um Man, because I never got past the mid game for because of difficulty spikes and not quite understanding how certain aspects of the battle system worked the first two times.
2: Okay, I want to briefly take us back to these DQ questions before we forget about them. Sure, uh,
3: please.
2: Besides the fact that it is the first monster we can you blow can blow through have... many of these. Yeah. Besides the fact that it's the first monster you encounter from a design standpoint, what makes the slime such a good mascot? I always think the fact you can easily draw it in one stroke contributes to its popularity. So, Being easy to draw is very important. Yeah.
0: So it's easy to draw. Yeah. It's round. It's happy. Yeah, it's that's not what big it goes to simplicity. Yeah.
2: And it's completely unmistakable.
3: And it's it's adaptable. You
2: put those you know, eyes on just about anything. Although
3: the, they've got so many different slime variants now. Yeah, you put those eyes on anything, and it just looks like, oh, hey, that's the slime. I mean, that's, you put it on the other half. Something inner house, happened to that international slime, house, and now and it pancakes, looks like this now. And you've got it.
0: Yep. So I mean, it's it's just a very good balance of design no, yeah. and features, and very mm-hmm. very easy to recognize.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <sighs> you can throw it up as a profile, just a black image, and that shape is easily identifiable.
2: I just had to throw the RPG gamer stream back on because,
3: like, we all started playing
2: uh, Borderlands, and my brain immediately turned off, and I just tried to close the stream. <laughs> uh.
1: Okay. It's the good one, though.
0: They, uh, I mean, the slime is so iconic at this point that if you if you look at which monsters any given game series or new franchise attempts to make its iconic look most of them will be some variation on a slime.
2: Pretty much. Mm.
0: I mean, um, like, the Italia series has the punies, and nope, those nope. are, like, little gelatinous slime guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Maple Story had slimes as one of its iconics. Um, and Nep has the doggos. Yeah.
3: The doggos, yep.
0: yep. So, I mean, it's, it's, like, the most common type of mascot archetype.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, and it goes, it, it's from the very beginning. Yeah, it's like uh, Final Fantasy goblins. Even more so because the goblins were never as cute or as popular from the beginning.
2: Yeah, it was harder to, like... Be, being cute is an important part of the slime thing as well. It's like, oh, this is just pleasant to look at even though you have to oh. beat the hell out of it. I'll be right back. Keep going. And, and
0: again, most importantly, this dates back to the very first Dragon Quest.
2: Yeah, it Before, helps a lot. that It's like, well, these wait. things... These things have been around since 1980s
0: so i mean literally iconic and the big eyes mm-hmm. probably i mean half of it comes from toriyama's art style and half of it comes from needing to be big or have the eyes large enough to, to register in the pixels
2: yeah and to just be a simple enough design to be readable via be, be pixel art
0: yeah so it's just it was good timing it was early enough to be instantly iconic just for being early and it is memorable and cute. Mm-hmm. And easily marketed. And Perfect popular storm. There are copycats all over.
2: Perfect so. storm.
0: Yeah. And absolutely none of the monsters in Final Fantasy could say that. But.
2: Well, none of them are as iconic, but I will stump for the Cacquar as the best Final Fantasy monster. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, Which yes, has a lot of those same ideas. He really, did really ones later on, but not from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, it even took him a couple of games to get Chocobos.
2: Yeah. Those first designs for Chocobos are also deeply upsetting. Yeah. Let's see. But that's
0: what uh, you get when you have um, Yoshitaka Amano as your concept design, concept art guy instead of uh, Toriyama.
2: Mm -hmm. These were also, they they were likely being designed in the opposite direction, because by every account I've ever heard, like the pixel art for Final Fantasy I was typically done before uh, Amano would do illustrations of it. Let's see. Uh, Are there any jokes in Dragon Quest that can't be translated from Japanese to English? That's probably more of a gaijin question. Also, how is the use of Japanese dialects in Dragon Quest?
3: Um, oh, I went and got a uh, I got some expert opinions here okay. too, too, but I'll, okay. I'll let Gaijin answer and then uh, I've, I've got a uh, I, I got some uh, specific examples from uh, one of my Slime Time guests. Oh, cool. But go ahead, Gaijin. Actually,
0: you may have some more specific examples than I have because um, I'm just trying to remember and like, I know I've seen characters that have a definite Osaka dialect For mm-hmm. them. Are and... they the
2: merchant spell?
0: Quite often. Yeah, um, Not always, but yeah. Um, yeah. There are... Oh, it's all right, right here. Japanese accents don't always distinguish themselves the same way as uh, English dialects do. Mm-hmm. Just um, because, I mean, the, the spelling is going to be fairly standardized no matter what, so you end up with lots of little endings. And... Mm like the be ending is very commonly used for farmers and for just people out in the country, like Bumpkin type. Mm. Um, Or, um, and then there's occasionally specific adverbs or very specific verb usages that you can pin on one area, especially Osaka. So Mm. that ends up being one of the commonly quoted ones. But um, it's really hard to come up with any examples that that can be as extreme as some of the translated Dragon Quest titles.
2: Yeah, the translated DQs got really heavy into, like, <laughs> really, like, heavy eye dialect. Oh,
0: not just that, but I'm pretty sure the same guys who did, like, Dragon Quest Eight probably did Ninokuni too.
2: Possible. Because,
0: um... They did. Y- yeah, I-, I was guessing because... It's I mean, Schlock some, international. some of these characters definitely have a British, uh, like a, not even a... Received dot, um, received pronunciation, but like a backcountry British dialect. And mm. all the barbarian invaders speak like a very, very stereotypical, like, uh, Mad Max Australians. So, yeah, I could tell I think that. part of
4: that is because I think the main dubbing studio uh, Square Enix is using these days is actually in the UK. Certainly for DQ. Yes. Uh, they use Schlock the same
2: one
4: for Final Fantasy XIV.
2: Level five uses it mm, yeah. a lot.
4: Yeah. They're not yes, super but
2: consistent, I, I to, like depends to on the read game.
0: Read through some of the dialogue on Nino Kuni too, especially the the helpful little mascot guy who speaks with I'm not quite sure what kind of Cockney accent. Um, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> and I remember t- discussing this game with a student once because she was going to move to America for a few years, and she really enjoyed the first game. I told her there was a second game she might try it in English. And I kind of feel bad for recommending her trying it in English now. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not sure if her English was up to the task of going through I remember, the spelling.
2: I remember, I think, in the first one, like, the mascot character had, was walking around with, like, a Welsh accent.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he was so very Osaka-ben in original language. So massively Osaka-ben.
2: Yeah. Or so
0: was the of the Fairy Town in the PS3 game.
2: Yeah, Drippy in the first one, I'm pretty sure, was made some weirdly well with not helping anyone if they're trying to learn English via this.
0: I mean, granted, you could say the same thing about him in Japanese with Osaka, Ben, because they hired this really famous Japanese comedian whose entire shtick is hamming up the accent.
2: Oh, that makes sense, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not quite as bad as if, for example, for Dragon Quest Nine, they hired Fran Drescher to do the fairy.
2: You know what? I'd be down for that. that I want to hear hilarious. what that sounds like.
0: That's, that's a, it's a similar kind of hiring oh, yeah. situation, but not quite that difficult to understand.
2: <laughs> what, what examples did you oh, did you get expert testimony for, Flatty?
3: Uh, okay. So, I, I got a lot of it um, comes down to Japanese homophones and wordplay with mm. uh, Kanji oh, yeah. that oh, make up naturally. a lot of the jokes in Japanese that obviously that probably just end not translate over. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember um, reading
0: an interview where so there was this one guy in the play of Dragon Quest Eight, and how the translators kept getting into arguments with the developers because the developers couldn't tell... Or wanted to get the jokes as translated as well as possible, and the translators were like, This is the closest we can manage, and we're changing this part just because that's the better pun. Hmm. <laughs> and that
3: kind of thing.
2: You gotta make mm-hmm. up your own new puns. It's not gonna work otherwise.
3: Yeah.
2: But were we the same part? Yeah.
3: Sorry. So I got a couple of concrete examples here. Uh, Dragon Quest Ten has this junk collector guy named maybe translates like Dustin or something. But uh word junk in Japanese, uh, pankatsu.
5: Mm. And
3: maybe. he, he maybe, I guess maybe that's one of the but he calls people um, they take the kanji and flip it around and he calls people like Patsukans, which has, it's a nonsense made up word, but it's an anagram of the word junk. And, that, and he loves junk, so he calls the people that he loves. He, he's got this like little pet name for them. That is an anagram of junk in. Uh, so
2: that's in ten. Now in I'm very curious how they would have tried to
3: translate that.
2: If they had, had to do it. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, if we get DQ10 offline, we'll get to um, find
3: out. Um. So, and then there's another one from Abbott Francisco's residence in Dragon Quest Eight. There's, mm-hmm. um, there's a book, and the joke is, you know, what do you call a fish without the eye? And it's. <laughs> You know, take the eye out of the word fish. Yeah. Um, but in Japanese, that exact one was a story about the girl who was trying to forge a feathered cap and fell asleep. And apparently, uh, the verb for fell asleep. Yeah. Goes with uh, the name of the feathered cap, and it's they're uh, pretty much homophones, and so oh, yeah. you know that doesn't translate at all. So you you just make a different joke there.
2: Yeah, you just kind of have to.
3: Mm-hmm. But yeah,
2: always interesting to hear like specific examples of like, well, couldn't do this.
0: I mean, this, this yeah, kind of thing um, is common across. The it was also mentioned too.
2: that. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh yeah, um, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, this wouldn't Megaton be a, just 5, a Dragon
3: Quest thing; it'd be in lots of games. Megaton five um Right now, Alchemy. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a that's a wordplay.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: It's
0: and they like god, for for, for sure. Megaton,
2: it's steeped enough in Japanese culture that they just don't translate it at all. But yeah, yeah that is wordplay.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it could, I mean it's red in katakana so it could literally be either blue god or blue hair. Mhm. So like, yeah, okay. this explains the the wonderful rain of tresses on behind.
2: Um <laughs> <Listen>. yeah, so... <laughs> Nahobino so, is probably like, spending, like, all of that maca on fucking shampoo anyway. Oh, yeah.
0: Also, um, Amano Zako,
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A little Japanese fairy thing. Yeah. Um, Amano Jaku is a... Oh, yeah. ...demon that is known for being a persistent liar and troublemaker.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Zako is a reasonable attempt at making a feminine version of Jaku for a name.
2: Yeah.
0: Zako also means small fry or monster that is so minor that it's not important you can just run it over. You don't care.
2: Insignificant. Yes. Uh,
0: so, um, it's like, if she does not end up being, a com- like, massively lying about something in the next ten hours, I'm going to be very surprised.
2: Surprised and disgusted.
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, her her actual name etymology translates as this insignificant little lying thing. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, very common. Uh, You were saying, Plotty?
3: Oh, the other uh, thing I was told that uh, a lot of times, that they don't often, they don't always go for just dialect changes or something, but they'll have uh, different speech patterns or different mannerisms. Oh, yeah, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: that I'd imagine that's what to, the to dialects are supposed have. to try to communicate, but yeah. it's, there's not so much. So, exactly, much yeah.
0: The... It depends on the thing. Mm-hmm. Robots can get really weird.
2: Like, uh, uh, you love talking to a robot that speaks entirely in like ro- in like very formal sentences, but all written katakana. <laughs> no, no, no. Even worse,
0: alternating <laughs> different types: hiragana, katakana, kanji.
2: Oh, that would be really irritating to read. Jesus.
0: Um, I, I know one of the, like, I think Mega Man Zero had the, the copy of X speaking and it had, like, alternating capital and lowercase letters in yeah. English. That kind of effect.
5: Yeah. Um,
0: but very often it's that, if it's not all katakana, then it's often just kanji with katakana or, oh dear, um, yeah, that number there. Um, <laughs> but something that you'll see with robots especially is, um. Like Japanese has a lot of a lot of higher register verbs that are just like Yeah. Um like instead of saying scow for use it's Shio Sudo. All of the sudu verbs. Mm-hmm. So if you just use the kanji from those and you just you can just block things out where it has a an object and the base of a verb without the actual verb part. And mm-hmm. it's like saying target acquired, mission destroy in Japanese.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Where you're cutting the language down to the barest minimum you need to understand what the thing's talking about.
2: Hmm, interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: And of course, then there's the pronouns.
2: Always with the pronouns.
0: Yeah, the the boss I just beat up on Megaton 5 uses Yo, specifically. Huh. I'm like, you self-obsessed bastard. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm that that is—that's the equivalent of using the royal we.
5: Yeah.
2: I suppose it's fitting to fight something in SMT5 that would talk in that function.
0: I mean, granted, it introduces itself as a god of darkness.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the sort of thing that would use that pronoun. Yeah. Let's see. Uh. Okay, a couple more of these DQ questions. Besides Loto and the Hero Five, what other DQ heroes are popular in Japan? Uh,
3: Say four and eight.
2: Four, four. I, is, I, I, I feel like the immediate answer is anyone who showed up in uh in Smash is probably up there. Smash.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's yep, and that's your. D- did four any and eight. of them not show up in Smash? Four, eight, uh, and five.
2: Yeah, three, five, four, eight, and eleven are all in sphinx. I can't remember if there's more.
0: Not two? Okay, surprise there. No.
3: Two's
2: design is very distinct. No. I can see why that got uh, that went unused, perhaps because it's. You need
3: those aviator goggles.
2: <laughs> need those aviator goggles and the
3: helmet. Everything just looks different. Uh,
2: yeah, no two, okay. no seven, oh. no six.
3: <laughs> Gaijin, I don't know if you know they. No. They took the, uh, they took yeah three eight four and obviously eleven, and those four got recolored to make the other four because there's usually eight color variations, and they recol let's see they recovered recolored the five one to look more like Terry, but I mean it's still um, five and then they recolored one to look like Angelo, um, another one. 3 got recolored to look like 1. And I can't remember That's what 11 got recolored to look like. Maybe 8.
2: Even though 8 was already a character so, variation.
3: Oh, never mind, never mind. So, yeah, there's another recolor. Yeah, so they only... They did 4 models. Yeah.
2: In Which was already Dragon a quest quest surprising four, amount of effort mm mm-hmm. <laughs> but, Yeah. But uh, I, I would say 8 and 4, I mean...
3: You begin Dragon Quest Eleven, and heck, Dragon Quest Eleven, you can play the Eight Overworld.
2: Dragon Quest I Eleven mean, is like Dragon Quest Eight edition. too.
3: <laughs> yep. You can start with that whole outfit. You can have Eight's clothing.
2: Yeah, but yeah, it seems like those are like the popular. Those must be the popular heroes, just because they're the ones that keep getting like verbal, uh, visual callbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh. Let's see. Do we have any, uh, to hit another question? Do we have any DQ variant versions of consoles that we're particularly fond of?
3: I like the uh, liquid metal slime extra large 2DS. I really, oh, that thing. That... I really wanted to get that thing. Mm hmm. look, you at know, this th- they're not that expensive online. I was looking, I want to say eBay had somebody selling two of them. For 150 each. Oh, that's not bad at all.
2: Yeah, comparative to what I I would expect.
3: You can't even buy a. You can't even buy a 3ds in the United States for 150 bucks at this point. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. R.I.P. I
3: have a nice little. uh, I think it's. It's either based
1: on the first or second 3ds Dragon Quest Monsters. uh, Original 3ds. That's kind of nice. It's got like some slimes on the back.
2: Welcome to Slime.
3: Uh, The 3DS uh, liquid metal slime also came with Dragon Quest XI. It was a release for the uh, 3DS version of Dragon Quest XI.
2: Hmm. And
3: yeah, I mean, here's one for $180, comes with Dragon Quest XI.
2: Can't believe we all had to get himself a Christmas present. Um, uh, see, uh, and to close out these DQ questions, the most frustrating side quests are mini games in DQ, and it's it's a monster arena. Right yeah, ah, so, i
3: put my foot be down. mini game definitely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, there's mini games, but side side quest wise, um, the Game Boy Dragon Quest Three you could collect monster medals.
2: Yeah, uh, this is going to be the monster tokens. Yeah, Jesus.
3: (laughs) The monster tokens, yep. Because you could get bronze tokens just randomly. Um, If you had enough bronze, you could trade them in for silver, or you could get silver or something. But the thing is, there was bonus dungeons that you could only unlock if you had all the bronze or all the silver, which I I don't think I've ever met anyone who did or have heard of anybody. I I did, actually. Um, Oh, did
0: did I, you do all the I, bronze? Didn't have much trouble huh? I'm pretty <sighs> sure the I got... Bronze ones? I got all the bronze ones. And I got most of the silvers and a lot of the golds. I mean, I, I would check Damn. it now for you, but I think my battery died eight, nine, ten years ago on that thing, and all the saves are gone.
3: <laughs> wow. Then, yeah. I, I, do know that, I mean, I've I do heard know people try and spend 100 hours.
0: No, I was just playing through it. I really enjoyed that game. I just know that there is one tiny metal in the pyramid that I am never going to get because I didn't realize it was there until after I'd grabbed that gauntlet.
3: So.
5: Oh,
3: hmm. the uh, the Golden Claws. The cursed gauntlet, remember? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're called Golden Claws. And...
0: Oh, that was a Gold Claw. But.
3: Yeah. Yep. So, uh more frustrating side quests. Dragon Quest IX full of them because you know, <laughs> Level nine needed to make a million side quests in this game. And unlike other Dragon Quest games that have the job system, you don't unlock new jobs by mastering old jobs. Um, to unlock the Gladiator, you had to accept a quest. And the quest was you had to egg on or AKA psych up a party member who knows the move Dragon Slash you had to get them all the way up to 100 tension and use that dragon slash to kill three regular slimes.
2: Huh. That's remarkably opaque.
3: No, I mean, oh, I mean, and to do that? It's
2: spelled out, but like... Oh, they spelled it
3: this... out. By this time, you're 40, 30 hours into the game. Slimes just want to run away from you. <laughs>
2: yeah, you're going keeping them in combat like, long enough to do that would take forever. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. Yeah, so you, you've got to psych up these people to like four times, 100 tensions, four psychs up, four psych ups, and then make sure you use Dragon Slash to kill the slime, and that unlocks Gladiator. Um, one of the other ones, uh, to unlock the Luminary class, uh, you had to kill a, it, it, whatever, the Moy monster, Minstrel, you had to kill a certain monster with the move Hot Lick. And uh, (laughs) as you might imagine, hot lick was not a a a super damaging type move. And the worst part is these things could only be found in certain uh, what were the randomly generated dungeons, grottos. The uh, the grottos. That was it. And they were the entire grotto system was just
2: obnoxious.
3: Oh yeah. And they were only in grottoes, I want to say, at, like, level 67 or higher. So you had to really grind up grotto levels and doing this. And there were other ones that, like, you know, also were like, use bang to kill this grotto boss. Well, the grotto boss was completely random when you went in a grotto, Hope you got lucky. Yep. Hope <laughs> you got lucky. And you know what? Hope you... He... You know, you can get that bang, which is going to do, like, 20 damage. Yeah, because it turns out bang is not
2: really a very powerful attack to use on an individual opponent.
3: Exactly. So you're using these, like, dippy little spells on someone with 900 HP and, you know, hoping you can all survive until this guy can chip away. Uh, Someone else brought up, there there was a quest in 9 where a cat meows at you. And that's, like, all it does. (laughs) <laughs> and you had to talk to it with cat ears on, and there was absolutely no hint about that in the game. Oh, my Just... God.
2: Just a bit of lateral thinking.
3: So, yeah. so uh, Level 5 really went all, all out with some of those.
2: Yeah. Yeah, fuck Level 5. Um,
3: Wow. Tell me how you really feel. Wait. Love, five love too.
2: Dragon, I love Dragon Quest Eight, and I enjoy Dragon Quest Nine, and... Uh, White Knight Chronicles was a crime. And, uh, in any Game case, 11. Yeah. I I don't enjoy soccer in real life, and I'm not playing an RPG about it. Um,
1: Yokai Watch.
2: <laughs> I did not. I yeah, played Yo-Kai's a demo great. of Yokai Watch, and it had
1: one of the worst combat systems I've ever experienced. Um, one of the worst combat systems I've ever
2: experienced. I'm not a combat system one, but two. <laughs> also, yeah, I'm terrible at combat. There's a reason I don't engage in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to hit a couple going of these down to the
3: uh, monster battle arenas.
2: <laughs> Just send wheels to the monster battle arena. Uh,
3: Wait, we have one more Dragon Quest one there.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It was about joke weapons and items, and I don't remember there being a lot of joke weapons in Dragon Quest at any point, really. But maybe I misremembering. I
3: think mean, there's a few. You've got the. Uh... You've got the cypress stick, although that's kind of, you know, it's an early no, that's weapon. That's straddling the line the between
2: game. being a joke weapon and just, like, being, well, this is the thing that someone of this level of means would have. Um,
3: it's basically the, the boxer
4: thing you pick up off the ground to beat something with.
3: Yeah. Yes. It's not really like a the joke. the pot one. lid is your first shield.
2: Yeah, the pot lid's more of a joke.
3: Uh, I, the first Dragon Quest Heroes game, when it came out, or maybe it was the second one, uh, if you got the day one edition, which is, like, the only edition they ever made, practically. Um, yeah. You could order months later and still get the day one edition. You can still Me, get the day them, one there a code in there. months later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was codes in there to get the slime weapon for everybody. And
5: That's cute.
3: You got one slime weapon. And the thing is, like, if you were more than an hour into the game, it was pointless to even have it. So, they just had low attack stats, but you could have a cute little slime wand and a slime sword and a slime everything. Um I've been told the real problem a with giving of...
2: me those is that I don't want to change to something that's less cute, but these things suck. You' let me have the have my good weapons look like those.
3: <laughs> you can do that in Dragon Quest heroes too.
2: Oh, that's good, good.
3: <laughs> so, yep they they had that skin kind of thing. Uh, I've heard there's a lot in the mobile titles, but you know, in mobile titles they got to come up with a bunch of random crap. So,
2: also poo mobile titles. Um,
3: exactly. There is that.
2: Yeah. But yeah, and then of course there's the traditional like Dragon Quest thing of well, you tried to interact with an animal and then you received poop, so you kind of got what you deserved. <laughs> yep. Horse okay. manure. Yep, a lot of cow paps.
3: Which Sylvanda will turn and hand to a monster in a lovely cutscene.
2: Important cutscene. Lovely time.
3: Yes, it is.
2: Uh, let's see. let see. Uh, Okay, I want to hit a couple of these recent firebots. I can hit them fairly quickly, so we'll do that. Uh... Last week I must have gone on a real tear about Resident Evil, or a couple weeks ago, unclear. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Resident Evil, anyone notice how weird its name is? Uh, it's a memorable, and it covers the characterization of the game well, but it also feels like something a non-native speaker or machine translation would come up with. I think it was mostly them trying to come up with names to like be sort of an ironic inversion of Sweet Home. But... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, it, it sounds like something that might have been come up with by someone who maybe spoke uh, another language first, and English is a second language, but I can see how they settled on it. It's uh, it's catchy. That's, that's, that means a lot. Because, like, part of the reason they switched from Biohazard was that it was difficult to trademark difficult as a brand, uh, which relates to follow-up.
0: I, I figured that Resident Evil was something that the marketing department came up with. Is it, yeah, it really almost, feels like a... Marketing committee decision.
2: Yeah, but it's a good name, so they did they did their job right at least. Uh, which comes to the follow-up question on that topic: How is "biohazard" written in Japanese? Always written in English. All the game boxes just have "biohazard" written in English.
0: No, I mean the the spines of the game box will have it in katakana.
2: Yeah, but like when you see the logo, the logos are just English. Yeah. But yeah, it's if otherwise it's in katakana. Uh, I always wonder if the characteristics of Japanese games are ever presented in their names all the time, constantly. Yeah. Uh, like a game set in the Heian period would we'll maybe use an extremely obscure kanji in its name, right? Yeah, you'll, like, a lot of times they'll just use weird old kanji just because they can.
0: Mm-hmm. But more often not in the title, because they want actually people to actually be able to read the title properly. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, the, the most, weirdest you'll get is something like Onore. In a title, I've seen that for some ninja games.
2: Um, remember, uh, remember, Kudonokitsuki.
0: <laughs> oh yes, never mind. Falcom is its own thing.
2: Yeah, Falcom loves to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, t- yeah titles fine. they'll maybe try to make sure that people can read them. Yeah. Um, I
0: mean, but for the most part, they they wanted to. They, they'll go for archaic looking or especially if there's like multiple versions of the kanji that are all easily recognizable, but one of them is much older, they might go for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do want people to be able to pronounce the title without outside help, if possible.
2: Mm-hmm. So... Gurigana um, is cheating.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but they... Oh, they will... They will do things like use homophones, like um, one game that came out either recently, I um, can't remember what the English title was, but it translated as The Flowers Which Bloom in Hell.
5: Hmm.
0: Or Yom- Yomi ni, um, let's see, Yomi ni Sakuhana, something like that. Hmm. Uh, except that instead of the standard kanji for bloom, they had a kanji that actually meant to rip to shreds. <laughs>
2: But pronounced the same way, I'd assume.
0: Pronounced exactly the same way.
2: Yeah, or, okay.
0: Um, or it's more of a joke title, Onigiri.
2: Oh, oh, I can see where this is going.
0: Yeah, where the kanji for the game was literally "put demons.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: It just happens to be pronounced the exact same way as rice ball. Uh. <laughs> yes, things like that.
5: Uh,
0: so um, so you'll you'll get some really odd titles at times, but the weird kanji usually only appear in the game text.
2: Mm-hmm. In the same tip, usually. yeah, on the same tip. What Japanese characters have names that openly say what kind of people they are? I remember correctly, there was a character in Ace Attorney who Japanese players could just read his name and say, like, this guy is fifty. There's that's every Ace Attorney character. There's like. They usually try to bring that across. I'm trying to remember what this guy's name is in Japanese, but one of them, they uh, brought over his name as Luke Atme, And it's like, yeah, no, that's basically what his name is in Japanese. It's like, I seem to recall his name in Japanese basically means I just want attention. Let's see if I can pull this guy up. It's his fucking name in Japanese? Okay, in Japanese, this guy was Aiga Hoshidake. Which, uh, yeah, comes from, apparently came from just the phrase, I ga hoshi dake," meaning, uh, all I yeah, want I just is love? Yeah, I just want love. Ah, okay. But yeah, <laughs> that got turned into look at me. Isn't that what is, we all look want? Look at me. <laughs> but yeah, its Attorney does this all the freaking time. Yeah. Uh, trying to think of, like, other games that might do this, but, like, you know, this kind of...
0: All of the like, Inazuma Eleven games.
2: Yeah, I feel like a lot of, like, media aimed at kids probably does this, just because it's like, yeah, this is a joke that a kid can get, and I'll have fun with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, seriously, every single kid you can recruit as a player in any of the Inazuma Eleven games, their family name, and quite possibly their given name, is going to be a direct reference to whatever they look like. Hmm... So, like you've got Kabeyama who is literally a wall of a kid. you've got <laughs> Kuriyama, who is whose head looks like a chestnut um,
2: Oh, of course.
0: things like that. all the way through.
2: yeah, you run into these things where it's like that's also helpful because it's just like which if you if you remember what the character looks like, you also remember their names instantly because it's probably how yeah. you were gonna describe them. <laughs>
0: that's in fact the entire point yes,
2: yeah. Uh, uh, oh god this one might be for wheels if wheels is still awake
1: i'm here
2: uh hey, i wait. want to ask you guys huh i said uh,
1: he said no you no know no i said i'm i'm here
2: hit me up <laughs> uh PriorMiner says, I once asked you guys about why people wouldn't remake bad games instead of gay- good games. Can we talk about something even less likely? Who uh, Would anyone ever do a video game adaptation of a bad comic book storyline? Like, I can't even imagine Insomniac ever touching the Clone Saga. Hmm. It would be extremely Honestly, hard.
0: I-, <laughs> I remember sometime in the past me pitching my idea of the third Spider-Man movie actually using the Doc Ock, Mary's Aunt May plotline.
5: Okay.
2: Oh, oh man.
0: And calling it Spider-Man Home Wrecker.
2: Nice. Oh.
0: I mean, no, no, I mean seriously, seriously. Considering who they cast as Aunt May for the, the last three Spider-Man movies, and all things considered, there was an actual subplot of the second movie about her moving on after um, his uncle's death. Um, this was not outside the realm of possibility.
2: No, I see where you're going.
0: I would have really loved to have seen them do that before One More Day. Um, Just to to prove that they could. But no, oh well.
1: Insomniacs, One More Day.
2: Not do One More Day. Uh, But yeah, I mean, do this happen sometimes? I mean, like, the... Third Captain America movie was based off of a much derided comic book storyline that they can't seem to stop trying to fix. Which one? But uh, Civil War. Oh yeah, yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Um
2: can't seem to let go of that, even though it's a bad <laughs> idea. I
0: was Captain Hydra.
2: Oh, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Uh, uh, superior
1: <laughs> Spider Man would I'm actually never be an interesting might actually have been a better video game than it was a comic book story
2: yeah you could maybe make that work once you're like three or four games deep into uh a game but that's like the other problem is that like to make any of these like the worst comic book storylines that people would ever like think about again are always the ones that have like just incredible amounts of baggage attached to them, yeah. and so in order yeah. to even adapt them at all, you have to start with like, well, we're like four or five games in, and we're getting weird. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I think anytime I read somebody complaining about, oh, why did they adapt this character this way or that way in the MCU, and I'm like, looking at this character's backstory, it would require about t- twenty to thirty years of movies all interconnecting with each other to provide a decent sure explanation for why this character is. currently exists. Yeah. So, yes, they pared it down to the bare minimum of what makes that character that character, and they did a pretty good job with it. Let's accept that.
2: So, In conclusion, I demand a game based on DC's Hawkman that attempts to adapt all of his backstory. No, stop. <laughs> MULTIVERSAL Bad. GAME! Bad. Okay. Do it!
4: No, no These no, are my video demands. Video game based on Harvey Birdman, attorney at law.
2: Also him, yes. Put him in there anyway.
4: OUR ATTORNEY! Is
0: what all the lawyers for DC are going to be shouting.
2: <laughs> okay, one... <laughs> Another one, this one aimed directly at wheels because I think he's the only one who's played it. Uh. Wheels, I've heard a lot of people saying that SF7 First Soldier would actually be a good, competitive-ready Battle Royale had it been released on PC. Your opinion. No, it would not. It's janky as (laughs) F.
1: That doesn't mean it's not fun. It's a lot of fun, but, I mean, because it's designed primarily for mobile, it's it's, uh, um, not polished enough and ready for that sphere, which is uh, pretty competitive, so... Isn't
4: Fortnite janky as shit?
1: Not this janky.
4: Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, that's not good.
1: Well, I mean, it just came Uh, out... I mean, it doesn't mean it's not fun.
2: No, it's, it's a lot of fun, but, like... Competitive is a very different term than good. Yeah.
1: Like, Fortnite is janky, and I say that in a different way than I'm saying, like, First Soldier is janky, because, like... The mechanics are weird, like uh, how you it switches to first person when you aim down sights, which is not good. That might get fixed in a pet. It's it's not good
2: at all. And yet it's still a better uh, multiplayer Final Fantasy VII shooter experience than Dirt or Cerberus. That's true. We Uh, did not get the multiplayer mode in the English version of that. But I I mean, you,
1: you compare that to even something like Spellbreak, which is relatively new. And it's just it's not ready for that market on mobile. It's fine because, you know, you got to think oh, of, you got to think most people playing it are using touch controls. So, which, you know, whatever. But um, no, it's it's a it's a cool idea. And I'd love to see them do more with it and maybe just ditch the Final Fantasy VII theme and make it like just a, a Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy in general, Battle Royale. That you were about great. to say Final Fantasy VI. No, actually. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, 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 it's good. It's good stuff. Um yeah, if if maybe not
2: ready for competition. But...
1: No, if they had released that as like a PC game, it would have gotten like
2: uh, torched. <laughs> we'll probably it's... see it come out as a PC game in like yeah. a year.
1: Um, yeah, no, it's see. it's not ready for prime time yet. A- as far as beyond just being a mobile game.
2: Let's uh, hit another one of these real quick. I know that God Hand is not perfect, but should it be called The Last of the bra of the 3D Beat-Em-Up? Uh, I've got, I'm going to say no, but for a few reasons. Uh, I can't imagine any AAA studios ever try making any beat-em-ups again, or at least pour a lot of resources into it. Well, one, they didn't pour a lot of resources into God Hand. That's a super cheap game. But uh, to, to go further into it, uh, the people who made God Hand have made several games that are basically sequels to God Hand. So in that sense, it's not really The Last of but also, like... Character action games are beat 'em ups. Yeah. They're just what became beat beat 'em up, uh, and they're better. So they oh yeah, yeah. But uh, in in general, like if if we're counting, if we're saying God Hand is a different kind of game than a character action game, and that is functionally a different kind of beat em up, uh, then we would also have to argue that Mad World and Anarchy Reign slash Max Anarchy are both games of that type. <laughs> because they are both very similar, clearly essentially successors to uh, God hand. Uh, but yeah, like that's that's where I, I I hate bringing this up too much, but uh, there is an essay in varying levels of gestation in my uh, waiting to be posted on my patreon that's going to be me talking about, essentially, how beat-em-ups never really died and how, like, Devil May Cry and the and Beautiful Joe and, like, Capcom... A lot of Capcom's PS2 output is basically them adapting the beat-em-up into the... But to a point where people do not recognize them as essentially being beat em up anymore. Different time and place, stuff. Uh, no, that makes sense. And... Yeah, but... Yeah, it's not an RPG, so I won't talk too much about it. Uh, speaking, uh, as, as a final question from this batch, speaking of delinquents in video games, anyone remember Sega's Last Bronx? Yes, yes, I do. Uh, I wonder how many games uh, are there that took something from a game before it and improved upon it, but still ends up being less popular because they were released later. I mean, eventually, like, market trends cool down. A lot of the best releases of just about any genre after the genre's uh, peak, so to speak. Oh yeah, and my other uh, argument uh, in relation to the prior beat-em-up question is uh, yeah, because the games up through six are beat up RPGs and are better 3D beat-em-up than got in. <laughs> uh, let see. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like the, a lot of genres sort of uh peter out uh but like you know the, the companies that really understand them usually continue to make their best work late long at, like at, after the point where they've ceased to reach a point where they can be as successful as they might otherwise have been since beat ups are on my mind like a lot of capcom's best beat-em-ups came out in like the late 90s early aughts after people had stopped giving a shit about the original uh formula so you get games like battle circuit or uh uh dungeons and dragons shadow of mystera that are both incredible beat-em-ups that like came out after they would have been as successful as they might otherwise have been and consequently are not as well-remembered, and were not huge successes at the time. Uh, I can't think of any RPGs where this would be the case, because RPGs, like, certain kinds of RPGs just go in that style. But... Yeah,
4: RPGs still have their, you know, fans, whether or not many of them are being made, and, you know, things come back in style too. Look at the sudden resurgence of rogues.
2: Oh, yeah, those, those were kind of dead in the water for about 10 years there and then they and
4: and the the card-based video games too there for a while yeah you know they were very big in the late 90s early 2000s and then suddenly nothing and now we have like a plethora of them too damn indie games
1: i often wonder how uh that Sheeran game that came out on ds would have been received if it came out like now
2: Probably would be. I mean, probably about as well as the current Sheeran games that we just get now mm-hmm. are being received. Yeah. But, I mean, like you, you, you bring up Sheeran as like one that was not received well at the time. Like it's not even a pat on how poorly people responded to, Tor- to Torneco, the Last Hope, when that came out in like 2000. Now, yeah,
3: although, although. Oh man, that design... was going to be my answer if Dragon <laughs> Quest Wars wasn't there. <laughs>
2: Torneco, wow. the Last Hope.
3: I mean, I liked it, but you know, it, it, this the whole mystery dungeon games are uh, not exactly popular there. They're, they're we got very one out, of three. one out of four. They are
2: extremely for a specific audience who are not me. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh,
2: but yeah. I mean, Shonen Yangus has to be for someone.
3: <laughs> uh, it killed the series.
2: I don't even know if it was any worse. It was just they stopped doing them after that. Not that mystery dungeons stopped yeah, happening did, though. Yeah. Those still going. They made two Etrian Odyssey mystery mm. dungeons. That was like a niche of a niche.
3: Well. Yeah. Uh, that. Uh, I'll tell you what. Did you ever finish the first one? No, absolutely not. I hate mystery dungeons. Did you play the first one? <laughs> I, no, I was not I, I was not foolish I, I, enough to I, spend my money on that. It's okay. It, it was okay until those the, the foes started just coming fast and furious. <laughs> and I gave up. And I found out later that if you defeated the foe enough times, they would stop coming. So I shouldn't have stopped. But I was just like, you know, why am I going into Dungeon 8 and then I have to run back to my town? Because something came out of Dungeon 3. I'm not gonna do this forever, but um, yeah, the second one sold like crap in Japan, and that was the end of that.
2: Yep. I mean,
3: they, and uh, they,
4: they, I mean, Square Enix just made a new Chocobo dungeon.
2: Really? Is that a new one or more like a update? You're thinking? Are you new- talking about Everybody?
4: I don't think I didn't think it was a uh, a remake. I thought it was new.
1: No,
2: it's a port. I think everybody go. is like an
1: update of the Wii One. Yeah, it's a port uh, of the Wii One. I don't yeah. even know if they added anything.
2: I think they added some like new like the parts of the buddy system. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly Enhanced. the
4: thing I wanna see ported is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles My Life as a King, because I loved the crap out of that game. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm but yeah uh, yeah I feel like a lot of uh, to, to bring up this uh, the core question here again I feel like a lot of this is also like if say a game comes out that's maybe sort of lackluster and then it gets a sequel that fixes a lot of its problems but it's too late people have already given up like I feel like that happens a lot as mm. well Uh
0: Bit. The second Metal Saga game.
2: <laughs> yeah. No no Season of Steel. Which, Sadly, Metal
0: Saga. Good, not good for completely different reasons.
2: Yeah. Sadly, uh, we still don't know if Metal Max Xeno, what would have been Metal Max Xeno Reborn 2, and which I believe is, is that Metal Max Wild West now, or did that, is that Wild a different West. project? It's Wild West. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully that ends up managing to wash out the taste of Metal Max. You know, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> yes, we will, because it's going to be—it's on my to-buy list, whether
4: I like it or not.
2: Some things I'm never change. To know
4: if you like games or not, honestly, Gaijin. <laughs> I'm always excited to know if you like a game or not.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. I need to get back to Metal Dogs
0: to see if the updates have actually made any th- improvements lately.
2: That'd be nice.
0: Yeah, I've got time over the new, new year holiday. I'll try it then.
2: Okay. I look forward to hearing 2022 the status of Metal Dogs. Yes. Year uh,
0: uh, for, of the Tiger, this is Year of the Dog.
2: Uh-huh. Dog. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've hit all the new questions. Thank you once again to Fireminer, but it's also nearly midnight for me, and thus nearly 3am for Wheels, so... Yeah, it's time to wrap this up yeah okay gaijin tell us about princesses pizza parlors and their uh games therein
0: okay sure um let's say as princesses of the pizza parlor a chronicle of hijinks around the game table and in the fantasy game story nine episodes two side quests a full summer camp or one week summer camp worth of doing crazy stuff and um What's the current page count? Uh, 1,800, I think? Somewhere around there.
2: Current There's page lot... page count. Plenty to keep you distracted during your holiday, so you don't have to talk to your relatives. <laughs>
0: seriously. Seriously. Go ahead. Let me know what you think. <laughs> Try it. Yes. Uh, let me know what I got wrong. Not talking to relatives, games, though, is yeah. not
3: exactly the theme of Pizza Parlor. What? <laughs> I said, not talking to relatives this is not exactly the theme of your uh, Pizza Part Princess of the Pizza Parlor games, so. though. Oh, it's all about <laughs> talking to people, yeah. So, yeah.
5: And,
2: uh, <laughs> in any case, those are available on Amazon as yes, hard uh, as as physical editions or as ebooks.
0: And also, uh, slowly trying to get out actual individual paperbacks for the episodes, just to see if um, my dad's got interest there yeah, my dad's got the idea in his head that he can try and get them around local bookshops back home that'd be cool yes it would
2: well here's to hoping here's to hoping. yeah Uh, for the for those not uh in bookstores local to gaijin's hometown uh kindle kindle unlimited or through amazon uh you can purchase those and they are a you can find them by searching for the author, Michael Yarimitu, Y A R I M I C U. Thank you very much. Yes. Okay. Try to keep. I uh, try to keep practiced in case there's a a week where you're not able to be here.
0: Oh, thank you again. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> next week okay. is exams season, so I'm going to actually be able to come home early.
2: So, All right. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's see. Uh. Do our guests have anything they would like to
3: plug? Ooh, I do. Ooh. Ooh. The uh, podcast, Dragon Quest Slime Time. I'm going to go off-brand first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest Slime Time is a podcast all about... Uh, you might guess it correctly, Dragon Quest. Although we've got uh, actually 50% of our episodes now. Oh, actually, no, about a third of our episodes are side quests where we talk about other game series. We were just talking about all the Kiseki and Ease games uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we've talked Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, heck, I think we just like talked Halloween random stuff before. Did you ever so, do an uh, episode a on of... Yakuza
2: Like a Dragon? This is
3: important. I've got I've got to finish that game. I got to figure out a way to not fall asleep at night in front of my PS4. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I, I, I enjoyed the first ten hours, and then just I need I, I couldn't sit in front of the PS4 anymore. So I, I've got to figure out a way to do that. I might start trying to stream that through my Vita. Um, yeah. I've had good luck with this, that before. This is why so
0: which
3: easy yeah to play. yeah yeah no no I. That's so why everything I play is on my Switch or my Vita. My heck, I don't even play the Switch. I only play my Switch Lite. Um and the Vita. So Yep. Um, also, you know, more on brand here, um, with RP Gamer. I am a co host of RPG Backtrack with uh my wonderful co host, Kelly Ryan. Uh we have wheels on occasionally, we have David on quite a bit, Tam's on there sometimes. Um, and every other week we're talking retro yep. RPGs. You know, some Weeks more retro than others, like eight, ten years instead of <laughs> two. But <laughs> so let time me to talk secret of the star Both of those can be found wherever you want uh, your favorite podcast catcher.
2: Yeah, probably the podcast catcher that you could have found this with, presumably.
3: <laughs> yes, but... if you're listening to this on a podcast app, with those uh, slime time and uh, RPG backtrack are probably right there with it.
2: Let's see. Uh, Tam?
4: Um, I don't really have much to plug, but you can always catch us on uh, twitch.tv rpgamer seven days a week, where we have uh, various people streaming uh, games from a plethora of consoles and genres. Or well, not genres. It's all RPGs, but different styles of RPGs. Um,
2: subgenres, if you will. Yeah, subgenres
4: like, of RPGs. So RPGs
0: more of a gestalt anyway. You can just say genres and
4: plug RPG onto everything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't, you won't catch a racing game on there.
2: Well, you're not playing Racing Lagoon. Get out of here.
4: Uh, uh, uh. Isn't that I a terrible game? also Monster Racer.
0: Yeah.
2: Listen. I'm not. I'm not here to debate quality. I am here to debate the racing lagoon is an RPG. <laughs> Whether it's good or not is a, fir- a different question. Unrelated. Yeah. Era.
0: I mean, and granted, you could pick pretty much any genre of video game and stick RPG onto it, and you could find it, at least one Japanese example
4: of that.
5: Yeah.
4: Literally or
2: literally everything. Yeah, oh, I love Joe.
4: <laughs> Our reviewer did not
2: thirdly <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i love car battler joe more for existing than anything. Yeah. So.
5: okay I'm,
0: i mean i remember a couple of weeks ago i actually put up an editorial about whether or not um sushi striker could count as an rpg
2: <laughs> you could probably make that argument if you tried
0: well you could certainly make that argument more about that more than some of the actual games we carry or we talk about it on the website.
2: It's true. Um, yeah.
0: But but the final, final decision was no, because that's not what the developers were intending to make, pretty much. <laughs>
2: Fair enough.
0: If they had said this is going to be an RPG and then made almost the exact same game, it probably would
4: have worked as that, too.
2: Mm-hmm. So. In any case, finish for streams!
4: <laughs> but uh, but uh, other than that, I don't really have too much to plug
2: Tam does do streams though so you should watch I
4: them. do do streams uh, you, at least I attempt uh, three days a week uh, Tuesday and Thursday mornings as well as Friday on the
3: overnight so give so them, to, give to clarify them a they're not doo-doo streams wow thanks
2: dad <laughs> uh, you're welcome <laughs> Uh in any I case
4: love Platty. I love you,
3: Platty.
2: <laughs> give those a look. These uh, are the jokes
3: that make me laugh at two thirty-four in the morning.
2: <sighs> I suppose I can't blame you since we're part of the reason you're up at two thirty-four in the morning. True. Uh let's get this let's get this let's put this thing to bed. okay. Wheels okay, thanks. uh night. Sunday night shenanigans, right? Uh,
1: yeah, Sunday night shenanigans on uh RP gamer twitch. I play an RPG and then we go over to my channel to play a fighting game. And you can also check out my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash xsqueals, where I stream stupid things like me playing four card games at once.
2: Yeah, that was honestly just a crime to watch. Uh, But, you know, recommended Uh, somewhat better than you should have. Okay. I won a bunch of Hearthstone and um, Pokemon games. Lost a bunch of Shadowverse. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't read what the hell was happening. I just remember
0: seeing that you guys were streaming and asking what you were doing and getting a response like five hours later. <laughs> like, oh dear. Uh,
2: but yeah. And uh and yeah, and I already plugged this, but I got a Patreon, it's that patreon.com slash gameculturestudy it's a bad URL no it's not changing uh as Platty referenced earlier I've been playing a lot of bad early PS2 games get used to that there's more of (laughs) those that I just scheduled to go up today I have another one that's written and I need to record narration for they're available in written form and in audio form take whichever you prefer they're all free uh I'm making the horrible business decision that none of these are actually worth money, so they don't get the a paywall. So if you but if you want to throw a bit of cash my way, I really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I've got to plug, and I think that closes us out. Uh, oh yeah, no, we have one more thing to do. You can ask us questions, uh, as was observed tonight. You can ask in the Twitch chat, or you can ask in the Discord, or you can ask in the comment section. Whatever makes you most comfortable, and whatever you can reach. Because I mean, like, if you ask in the Twitch chat while someone else is streaming, you're probably not going to get answers from us. Just put that out there. But uh, if you ask during our record sessions, which are usually uh, Wednesday night slash Thursday morning in the U.S., uh, like very early Thursday morning uh that's uh that's probably about as much as you're going to like you can ask us questions there but if you want to just ask us questions casually if you're listening to this on a as a podcast rather than uh, catching the stream then uh you know you can ask us in the discord discord's pretty easy to get into if you're not already a member you just go to the community tab of rpgamer.com and you'll find an invite link there and it's a lovely community worth uh, spending plenty of time in. A lot of nice people, a lot of like-minded people. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, we always love hearing questions. Thanks to Fireminer for the many questions that he provided for us this week. Uh, if there's ever a question you want us to clarify or go back to, we are always happy to do that. But otherwise, see ya, Space cowboys. See ya.
1: No better off